Falling Program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-I.com. You don't even like people touching you. How are you going to have sex? <laughs> Why on earth would we have sex? Oh, honey, did your mom not have the talk with you, you know, when your private parts started growing? I'm quite aware of the way humans usually reproduce, which is messy, unsanitary, and based on living next to you for three years, involves loud and unnecessary appeals to a deity. Oh, God. Yes, exactly. Consequently, if Amy and I choose to bring new life into this world, it will be accomplished clinically with fertility experts in a lab with Petri dishes. Which reminds me, you have broad hips and a certain corn-fed vigor. Is your womb available for rental? I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day... Somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. He's riding his horse through town to send those warning shots and bells that uh, we were gonna be secure and we were gonna be free. Too little, too late, too obvious. Madam, you are a clear and present danger to the safety and security of this nation. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit, you have to stand in awe. In awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Reveal to us God's will that we may blindly obey. Free us from thought and responsibility. We shall read things off you. And do them. Your words guide us. We're dumb. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. You serious? I just I just told you that a moment ago. All right, here we are. Oh, I like that little Zoolander bit at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you didn't hear that before? I don't think I caught it before. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's good. I know you like him. And the movie. Yeah, I do. So, thought I'd put that in there for you. Yeah, it's nice. I like that. So, so this is our third, this is three years. Yeah. Three years we've been doing this. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. I know. spent really. a lot of time on this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I still can't get the fucking headphones to work right. I know, but you know, that's a certain charm. That, that. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. All right. It's good. <laughs> it doesn't get in the way of the other voices in my head. <laughs> it's screaming. Uh, so anyway, I I think this is we're gonna this is gonna be a little more free flow because I've had a I've had a very yeah Chris is in a bad mood today. I just haven't had a good week. Works, and I'm awake though. Kind of, that's a fucking change. <laughs> it yeah. is. So we. You remember, uh, maybe I said on the show about a month ago that we had changed a bulb in the projector at work and it exploded. Yeah. And that's probably because of faulty craftsmanship because it stayed lit for 20 minutes and then popped. Yeah. Well, we got a new one in and we changed it. We put the new one in. We turned it on, sent the test loop in, put that Mm -hmm. in there, sent it up, put it on full power. And it popped. 
That sucks. I've had to change this bulb that takes three hours to change four fucking times. Wow. In the last month. So what's the problem? I'm uh, thinking it's they're not making the bulb. shitty bulbs. You think it's the bulb though? I had I had our our techs change this bulb. Like the my tech, my maintenance guy's yeah. boss changed the bulb with me. So maybe it's not the bulbs though. Maybe there's something about No, it's because we've put the spare in twice now. And it's been fine. Perfectly fine. And it has over six hundred hours on wow. it. Wow. And they top out at about nine fifty for the fifteen thousand watt size. Um this bulb, it fractured or just something happened. It's it's you, you know how the normal bulbs are. It's yeah. it's it's the bulb is just in the middle. There's no right. glass anywhere else. But on the 15s, it comes out over the edges a little bit because it has to encase certain parts right. and water runs through other areas and stuff. And um, it's held up on an A-frame instead of a little Y. And the A-frame has two copper tubes to feed water into the front of it. The glass on the back fractured, so the cuff, collar, shaft, whatever you want to call it, it shot forward like a fucking Coke bottle full of Mentos. And it bent the copper tubing. It bent the A-frame. And that's all like precision aligned so you can get it in the collector and everything. I have never been more pissed off. You should have heard the voicemail I left from my boss. I'm like, um, they don't deserve the thousands of dollars that these bulbs cost. Right. I Who's don't care. Them? I don't. I'm not gonna. Why not? Because I, right. I'm not. You know, I try not to mention names or anything, but the company that we've been using, I am not a fan of. It's like when we changed at um. At at Lowe's, we went from Osram to LTI. Yeah, those LTI bulbs were junk. Yeah, well, compared to Osrams, which you could, you could run for like two years. Yeah. But there's another company. There's a Japanese company we can use because not too many people make the specific kind of bulb that we have. So, but they're gonna send us another one because we have a hundred hours left on this bulb before it hits warranty. Mm. And we just used up one of the 10 days because we run it about 10 hours a day. Yeah. Which means I got to change the bulb for a fifth time and hopefully not a sixth. Well, that sucks. Yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty bad. (laughs) Well, let's see what else is going on besides work dramas but that's see that's the thing it's it's not it doesn't have to do with people yeah, it doesn't have to do with politics or nature of anything the like that it's like i have we have never and i you've worked in other theaters and i've worked in other theaters Where? so we, we've been out you know not working with each yeah. other i have never had a bulb explode on install yeah that's weird and i have never had two explode in a right. row sure we've had them explode um you know, at seven o'clock on a Friday night with a sold out show in the biggest house. Yeah, but shit happens. And we don't have a backup. <laughs> Hand puppets with a flashlight. <laughs> but I've never had it explode like that. Weird. Yeah. So what what else what are you what do you got going on? Let's do some catch up since we did the um, Star Wars things the last month. Nothing. Kids are back at school. Nothing <laughs> nothing happened in, in three weeks. Nothing happened in three weeks. <laughs> 
that's good. No, nah, kids, kids are back at school doing well. Yeah, that's um, got to be kind of a little Cole, little has bit started, of a stress relief. A little bit. Cole has been. Um, he joined the band. He's playing percussion. Oh, nice. So he um, he started with that and the yeah. kit because like there's a snare drum, there's like a little pad, and then there's like a xylophone that's like this ah, wide. Yeah, it's fucking thing. It comes in this little like rollaway suitcase. Oh, thing. of course. Fucking thing weighs a ton, and my kid is. That's because it's made purely out of xylo. Oh, exactly. So, um, shit's not that shit doesn't not easy to come by. So, but it weighs more than he does, I think. And you know him; he's a skinny. I have little books kid. that weigh more than he does. Oh my god, he seriously, you put him in the right shirt, and he's a fucking kite. <laughs> so. But he's taking it very seriously. He practiced. Good. He, he started this week, right? He's yep. he's had one like they do like a lesson for just like that section, like just the percussions, right? right. And then they'll do like the full band will get together. Okay. So he practiced that first night after he got home. Yeah. Two hours. Wow. So now this he's, is the, he's like, learning xylophone, right? Well, so it's, it's did he learn it's the drums? Did did he learn the Scooby Doo running he away? No, or he, was it the sneaky skeleton? No, it's, it's just right now. It's just on no. like the um, they haven't touched the xylophone yet. It's oh, just right oh, on the okay. so there's just the snare drum. Okay, okay, but it's two hours. Yeah, and it's just like it's like a four beat thing. Okay, so I want you to think about that. Yeah, boom, I was in band. Boom, boom. Boom. Yep. One, two, three, four. Boom. Yep. Boom. Boom. Two hours. Thank God I wasn't home. You know what? That's good though because it's real easy to to bounce it. Yeah. Get the double in there, and that's yeah. No, you know, he was no. He but he's. It's great yeah. that he's taking it so seriously. So good. Um, and Olivia with the French horn is she has in the middle school. They have band every day. Ah. So she gets to play every day. And I think that she's like one of like three French horn players in the huh. school. There aren't too many French horn players. So her, her teacher last year moved her from the trumpet because of a million trumpets and yeah. said, you know what, Olivia, I'd, I'd like you to try French horn. Mm. You know, to kind of take her outside a bit, which is awesome. So um, nice. she has to, and she's, she'll stay after school for like 20 minutes or so, practice, 20 minutes, half an hour and practice. Mm. And so she's digging middle school and doing really well. That's good. Lily's up at the... You know, the other elementary school. Just mm. so, no. So, everyone, school, great, fine. Good. So, good. I'm back doing my, you know, the after school film class thing. So Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah good. so that's good. Yeah. Um, we've got a new show going for Mystery Cafe now. It's called Reunions Can Be Murdered. Mm-hmm. It's a good show, fun show. Good. Written by uh, one of the other actors, Scott Sand. Nice. Just, it's a good show. It's very funny. Nice. So, nice. Um, so, that's um, that's that. <laughs> Well, my band Fog Wizard. Yeah, we played our last show, How'd and it was it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. I we, saw you about about three weeks ago. Was that when we came? I think so. Three weeks or a month ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I we, we're making some changes, personnel changes. I know a drummer. <laughs> Do you? My son. That was a joke. <laughs> would that be fucking hilarious? Just on the snare. Yes, exactly. Would that be yeah. awesome though? That would be funny to that just put him funny. in there for like five minutes just to. For a second, I'm like, oh, you really do know a drummer? Just to videotape it. It would be We're, um, hilarious. Bernie is the drummer right now, and he's better on bass than I am. Yeah. I The instrument I first really started playing was guitar. So I am i don't solo. I don't do any of that fancy shit, although I'm trying to learn a little bit because yeah. I, I need to do something, right? So I'm going to go to rhythm guitar where I'm a lot more confident. 
Okay. And then um, I don't know what's going on with the drummer. I think I think Ryan, the singer, might have somebody in mind, but but another guitar will fill it out so it sounds yeah. f- more full, and it'll be it'll be all right. But we're not going to do any shows unless something like you know a good place says, "Hey, we got an open spot." We won't do anything till next year. Why? Well, he does a lot of Halloween stuff. He works in Spooky World. Captain Motherfucker? Yeah. Okay. Ryan. uh, And he works in Salem and stuff. So, like, that's all. So, October is like. October's out. Yeah. Um, And then it's November. It's holidays. Yeah. My anniversary is on the 10th, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, And then it's Christmas and New Year's. It's like, it's way too busy for everybody to try and do anything. The weird thing is. If I remember right, Ryan and the guitarist Drew, they're both dirty atheists. Oh, no. So they don't even celebrate Christmas. No, really? So like, oh, you, any any chance you want to do a show around Christmas? I'm like, you know what, though? <laughs> I love presents. So uh, yeah. we celebrate Xmas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can't. I couldn't. I mean, Drew, uh, I don't think, has any kids. And Ryan's kids are grown up. So... I can't do that to my kids. Well, no, it's, it's Christmas. It's tradition. Yeah. Right. It's secular anyway now. Yeah. So, um, but it's just easier that way. Plus, you know, we were supposed to do one show and it turned into four. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool, though. It's fun. You have fun doing it. Yeah. Well, the last two shows were a lot more fun because I was a lot more relaxed. Yeah. And I knew the songs a little bit better. The first show was an unmitigated disaster. <laughs> but. I did because I need my stress level apparently up through the roof about stuff that's going to make me uncomfortable. So I did volunteer to be a like full fledged member of the All Star Museum of Science Band uh-huh. as the bass player because you know I'm so awesome on bass. Um, and we do a a staff awards show. Oh, that's cool in December. So. This year we have Pompeii, a whole exhibit about artifacts that were unearthed there and yeah. stuff like that. So we're going to do volcano-themed stuff and fire-themed songs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it could be all right. I mean, they they want to do Fever, which um, was bad enough because it's a snare. So, yes, yeah, so if you have a drummer get called, yeah. and a bass, and that's it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make myself even more uncomfortable and take this a step further. They're like, oh, we want to do Ring of Fire, Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. I'm like, and but one of the other guys, he he wrote a an email back. He's like, this is the best link I could find to the best version of the song ever, and he suggested the Social Distortion version because it's a lot more upbeat and yeah, you know, it's a good way to either open or close. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I want to sing it too. Really. The bass line is really, really simple. It's 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 the second fret on the on the on the E string. It's boom, 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 boom. It's like that, well, not exactly, but it's you know what? What what have I got to lose? That's awesome. There's other people that can't sing and they sing. So I haven't I haven't got an answer yet. But I will grow the sideburns and I'll wear like the work shirt. And I almost got I almost got a hair long enough for. Little Mike Ness Pompadour going. I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> but the thing is, the reason I would do it, and I uh, hope nobody, you know, is it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I'm in Omni. I'm down all the way on the end of the building. 
people recognize my name, but they don't know who I am. Yeah. Because I, I have a different name. Yeah. But the president of the museum goes to this, the vice presidents, yeah. all of all the departments and stuff. And it's kind of a way to, you know, to sort of get remembered. Get out of there, yeah. Yeah. Because if I ever want to move up or anything, it's yeah. like, hey, remember me? I'm the dude that made an ass of himself. And but Plus, you might have a little fun. I'll have fun. I'll definitely have fun. Because... Um, they wanted. They want to do. Um, what's the Doors song? Come on, baby, light my fire. Yes, yeah. That's that's the Doors didn't have a bass player, so I could just sit down because yeah. we got a keyboard dude. That's fine. That's the Doors right there. But you know what? I'm gonna up this one because some of the songs were, um, more standards like '50s kind of songs. Yeah. Like you know what? I think there was a dude named Jimi Hendrix that had a song about fire. That'd be a lot of fun to play. Yeah. And I'm not playing guitar, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> so I'm checking it out. I'm seeing. That's like, so that's December 15th, so I will be more stressed as time goes on. All right. But I already learned fever. Yeah. I just need to practice it and get the, the fingering down. Yeah. But yeah. So that should be all right. Cool. Why not? Why not yeah. keep playing? Why not? That's good. I'm glad. So. I think that's cool. Good for you. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, I just want to bitch about the Emmys for a minute. Oh, I didn't even watch them. I didn't even watch them either. Okay, but I did look <laughs> at like... You're going to complain. Okay, go ahead. Come on, this is me. I know. Uh, but I did look at the winners. Yeah. Okay. And overall, it was just like, yeah, yeah, fine. The only one that I have an issue... Well, one, I don't understand like why the good wife keeps getting fucking Emmys. You got to ask Raj on Big Bang. He loves that show. Whatever. I don't so, know. I don't get it. Um. But the Molly from Mike and Molly winning an Emmy for best com- best actress in a comedy. I over, don't. I don't watch the show. Over Amy Poehler and Tina Fey and others. No, it's a new show. So I. It's. it's they, I've, I've I seen the show once or this, twice. I don't think much of the Emmys or the Oscars have a lot to do with talent. I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Yeah, some categories are given out purely for, you know, you did an amazing job. But sometimes it's to raise money. Because now Mike and Molly on Monday, which used to have the Big Bang time slot, now has an Emmy Award winning actress so they can charge more for their commercials. Just saying. No, I don't know. I'm, no, not, I think that, I'm not a conspiracy kind of guy. I don't know. Did you watch any of the um, Two and a Half Men? Did you see Oh, that? was that on? Yeah. Oh, no. Was on my, no, I missed it too. It was really funny though. I did see it. I saw a quote from the Charlie Sheen roast. Yeah, I they tried to watch that and I'm like, why the fuck am I wasting my time with this piece of exactly. shit? Exactly. Because, no, but one line that I thought was really, really funny mm-hmm. is that um, someone said, hey, you're just like Bruce Willis. Um, you're, a, you're You were really, really popular in the 80s. And now Ashton Kutcher is filling your old slot, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. That is pretty good. That and is then good. I guess William Shatner said, what, you're like 47 and I'm 80? Why do we look like we went to high school together? <laughs> but, Speaking of William Shatner, somebody interviewed him, and I don't understand this need. Star Trek and Star Wars can coexist peacefully side by side, right? Yeah, Star Wars is better. Who needs whatever. to ask Shatner which one he likes more? Which one do you fucking think he likes more? Yeah, the one that gave him, you know, millions and millions of dollars. And speaking of asking a 
I would assume, relatively intelligent person a stupid question. Who the fuck asked Daniel Radcliffe if if Harry Potter was better than Star Wars? Who gives a shit? Because Lord of the Rings would just stomp on them all anyway. But you know what it is? You know what it is? Ask someone 30 years from now about Harry Potter versus Star Wars. If Harry Potter, Harry Potter could be as that's only ten. Oh wait, thirty years from now or thirty years? From all right. Well, the then twenty first, years. First one it was published. Well, then, yeah, because then it's then ten years old years, already. It's already isn't ten it? years old. Yeah. All right. The movies I'm talking about, not the books, because then that's another. Well, that's what he was saying. He said because the the Harry Potter books are based off literature, they have more depth or some bullshit. But um, Harry Potter borrowed heavily from Star Wars and Lord of the Rings yeah, to start but, with, I mean, which but they borrowed are. from. Odysseus and the Iliad right, exactly. and the Odyssey I mean, and all no, of that shit. But the thing is, though, it's like if, I mean, the world of of Harry Potter hmm. in 20 years from now, yeah. you need to look at it because the world that sort of grew, you know, got width and depth, yeah. you know, of, you know, the Star Wars world, hmm. okay, the expanded universe, whatever you want to call it, right. okay, um, that was, I mean, that that's great. Hmm. Now, most will, of it will Harry, <laughs> but, but that it, but the fact just the, the idea fact that is it exists, great. Yeah. yeah, okay, just like the Harry Potter theme park is great that it exists. Yeah, but because I've known a... I've known people that have gone there and they said oh, it's really amazing. So, so but I got to get my wife there in twenty years. Let's look at what's happened with Harry Potter. Let's yeah. look at you know do they look at the lives of other people. Do they do they have is there an expanded well, yeah, universe? Will she allow officially an expanded universe? Yeah. And if she's smart, she will. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because people love the characters, people love the world, yep. and those are the people who are going to do it and they're going to do it right and they're going to have yeah. reverence for it. The first the first things that I would personally as a as a, a fan of the movies, I would say the first expanded universe type stuff they do, or we'll say expanded magical world, just to differentiate between the mm-hmm. two is you do stories based around Durmstrang and Bobaton, the the two other magic schools that were introduced in part 4. See, because you know some of the characters already, but they're secondary characters. But I think that if you, I think that what you need to do is, I think before you do that, and the way you can bring those things in yeah. is looking at some of the characters that we know, like well, you can like, take Hagrid back, and you Hagrid, can you, you can, can have Hagrid as, do. I'd the, go back as far as Dumbledore. Well, yeah, but when that Dumbledore you, yeah. was young. But wait and see if 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 people are buying the books because when Dumbledore is young, that would be like old Republic stuff. I know what's I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know no, that no, the, I yeah, I know that the time span is different, right? But it's like you know, but that's in, like but going yeah. way the fuck back. But an easy way to get people into it is you take Hagrid in the time that he was away when he was with Madame Maxine, um, who runs the right the the French school. And that's how you do. You have a little bit of Harry, a little bit of whoever, you know, maybe Longbottom before he goes. Yeah. And it'd be I think that would be a good bridge. Cuz you can't write stuff about Harry. His story's done. Yeah. So, and she was pretty thorough between in school and out of school. It just flows one to the next. Yeah. So. So, but I think I think the strength of the Star Wars expanded universe came from the fact that it's 2 to 3 years movie time and, you know, real world time between them. So a lot of stuff could happen. So you had Splinter of the Mind's Eye and Yeah. 
later Shadows but of the Splinter Empire. But Splinter of the Mind's Eyes, you know, that's not canon. I actually that's read... That's not even close. I read it, no, but I read an article <laughs> about that book. That was, like, yeah. that whole story was supposed to be like, okay, if Star Wars does well, this will be a sequel. Yes. And... I read that. When it came out, I read it, I read it. And I, I thought, well, that's not too bad. I don't like the Yuzum, but uh, it's not bad. I remember having Sad that book. I remember that. I remember having that book in my house. Yeah. So um, Alan Dean Foster, I think, yeah. wrote it. That so, had the Kyber crystals in it. Yeah. Something that that he never managed to work into yeah. any of the stories. Speaking of Star Wars, did you um just see Clone Wars? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't we didn't do the episode yet because um I'll tell people here we, we didn't we could not carve out forty five minutes to sit down and do the episode yeah. between everything going on this weekend. So this next episode is going to wrap up the whole Mon Calamari world storyline. Yeah. So we're just going to do all three at once. Yeah. So, plus I had, I had to watch it a bunch of times. I thought it was pretty good. It was all right. I had some problems that I, I wouldn't mind discussing here that I don't want to discuss on the other show because okay. I keep the other show like super positive. Yeah. Um, I lightsaber's room temperature. What the fuck was up with that? What do you mean? You ignite a lightsaber underwater, the first thing I would expect is it to just boil the water around it. <laughs> I mean, doesn't that make sense? Yeah. And the lasers. They should at least have a fucking bubble trail coming off of them. Sorry. Blaster bolts. Yeah. They're not lasers. Other than that, how how much air did their fucking tanks hold? And do they not decompress? My, my father did a lot of scuba diving and yeah. I almost took the test. I read the manual like all the time, so I know about the. They went deep, <laughs> like they were down there. They were they were about seventy feet. They should yeah. have decompressed at least. But you know what? Point. They're also aliens. So who? Knows? No, Anakin. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh yeah, that's fair. Technically, he's still an alien. Yeah, Akbar. I don't. I don't think him and the the Quarren need to. But no. but the lightsaber thing started to bug me a little bit. It's like okay, if you're underwater, use this as a way to bring in another weapon. Have them have the Jedi use something else? Just force powers? Yeah, just I, I thought just the force. I thought the lightsabers cool. were lazy, not only visually, yeah. but but story wise. I thought it was it was a lazy fallback. Other than that, that shark dude was fucking terrifying. He was a little badass. He was yeah. intense. I like the story. He did overall. remind me though of like that movie, A Shark's Tale. It's just like <laughs> I oh, never saw the, that. This is the other brother. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, I can overlook. I can overlook stuff. Easy. I mean, they have a limited budget. You really think they're going to put billions and billions of fucking bubbles in every episode right. just to satisfy the the hard sci-fi fans? Yeah. And they didn't really use the lightsabers a lot, so eh. whatever. I can let it. I, I I'm gonna let it go because yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. Just like the Blu-rays, it doesn't <laughs> matter.
Hey fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? These guys are right on the the cutting edge of of reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie, tune into Mail Order Zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Ken Forey, and that's out. Me so sorry. He in the hole right now. You follow me. Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird. Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner. His computer's just knife enthusiast websites in American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here. Palaver.com. Palaver. Okay, palaver. Whatever, I Palaver. think. Yeah, he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh, Night of the Living podcast discussions. Oh, Jesus. Uh, maybe we should get the hell maybe out of here. Maybe we should go. Yeah, I think we should. Hey, guys. You ready to record? <laughs> if you're a fan of horror films, you should check out Night of the Living podcast at notlp.com. What can you expect when you download and listen to an episode of the Inside Outcast? pretty much anything. Okay, what I think when I first hear of Pitchfork is the painting American Gothic by Grant Wood. So yeah, truthiness. It has the appearance of being true without any fact behind it. (laughs) You know? You know, there are some techniques we might be able to use to help you feng shui wise. Well, I'll try anything. Yes. A mountain made out of mashed potatoes. In Jeet Kune Do, Bruce removed all the traditional posturing from his Wing Chun and incorporated the freestyle boxing that he knew, and throws from jiu-jitsu, kicks from taekwondo, and concepts from taiji Chuan. It becomes even more evident in Aliens when they first find the last survivor and her chest burster comes out right then. Mm-hmm. And when they torch it and it falls over, it's just like a penis deflating. <laughs> <laughs> the Inside Outcast is a couple of goths discussing everything under the moon. We cover so many different topics that iTunes has no idea how to categorize us. Find us on iTunes or through geekplanetonline.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Inside Outcast. The Inside Outcast, where geek meets golf.
I watched I watched Jedi. I watched yeah. the scenes. Who cares? But the Vader scene saying no. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Here here's here's the thing. And um this isn't meant to sound like I'm making fun of my wife or anything. Yeah. And um no one listening should. I am a hardcore Star Wars fan. Like yeah. I can tell when they change music cues around yeah. or when a sound effect isn't the same level that it used to be from a previous <laughs> release. Um, and I still know where all of the real cuts are, the changes in, yeah. in Attack of the Clones, and I never built a copy of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Um, she didn't notice Vader saying no, probably because you just know that's what he's thinking. Yeah. She's like, all right. She didn't notice the Ewoks blinking when I showed her that. I got to tell you, I probably would not have known. If they I changed, hadn't seen They changed it, the eyes, totally. If I hadn't seen an article about it and yeah. seen a video of the whole Ewok blinking thing, yeah. there is no fucking way in the world I would have noticed it. They're not They're not the glass eyes they were. I think they CG'd over them completely to give yeah. them a little bit more organic look. I, that's fine. Most of the stuff in there is fine. I never really had an issue with... Uh, you know, yeah, the eyes or anything like that. I mean, again, my biggest thing, and I still maintain, and you're, I can see your eyes rolling already. <laughs> the biggest issue of all of them, uh, okay, yeah, is still is still the the Han Greedo thing. But I think I think people look at it the wrong way. This whole Han shot first—that's a misnomer. It's a non-starter. Han shot Greedo. Greedo never fired. Han can't shoot right. first if nobody else does anything. Well, it should say only it, Han fired. Okay, that's what but, it should but, say. But the point is that no fuck. No, no, we're no, not going to f- say fuck semantics. No, no, no. But but the point, the yeah. point is that putting in a shot from Greedo. Yeah. Okay. Still makes it look like it was in self defense. It doesn't. And it was it cold does, blood. But it doesn't matter because I. And we talked about this before. I went through it frame by frame because I knew this was going to come up. Two frames. Greedo's got the bolt at the front of his gun and on the wall, and it's out of Han's gun. Now, you know, in film, two frames is one-twelfth of a second. Yeah. There's no way that he could see the bolt, move, react to it, and fire all at the same time in that short amount of time. Which means he knew it was coming. He knew it was he was going to get you know shot. In the original, he fired to prevent the shot. In this one, he fired in effect at the same time because one still, twelfth of a second is pretty much at the same time. I still prefer Greedo okay. not taking a shot. Well, all it really does is change Greedo's character to make him less incompetent. That's really all it does. Han's the same guy. He still put his leg up, did the big arm movements to distract him from what he was doing down on the side of his leg, and he still shot him. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like Han took one in the face and then beat him to death with the butt of his gun because he got hit. It really, it doesn't change Han's character. He was still going to kill him. Okay. I'm just going to sit here quietly. I disagree. I, I, well, how? How I does just, it? I, how? Seriously, how, that that's what I think. How does it? How does it change him? Because I think it just whether it was coming or not. Uh-huh. Okay. Now, in the original, 
But you have to assume that if somebody has a gun on you and says, where's my money? The big gangster dude wants it. Oh, you don't have it? I'll just take your ship, right, over my dead body. Well, that's what I would prefer. Okay. There's your point where something's going to happen. At the time. Yeah. At the time. Okay. You didn't know Greedo enough, and which is fine, right? To to think that he would take a shot, right? Because it makes okay. him dangerous. Yeah. It could also he could have also just been threatening as a way of just sort of like let's go, true, to get him out of there. True. Okay? Well, no, he not to get him out because he sat him down at the table. Well, I kept him there for the conversation. That's about it. Right. They could have done it while they were walking. But if that, he's going to take but him Greedo, the job, but Greedo taking his gun could have also been a. Okay, let's go talk about this somewhere somewhere else. Right. My point he, is I that. think Greedo intended to kill him and collect the bounty on Han dead. Because Greedo's a bounty hunter. He's not Jabba's enforcer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just think the blast coming out of nowhere, I just, it feels more badass. Yeah, but Han's not a badass. I'm not having that conversation. <laughs> No, I'll leave it at that. That's and then next week I'll throw up a link to the uh, <sighs> to the the essay I'm going to write. Should I should I tease it? Tease it. It's going to be called Han Solo, Coward of the Galaxy. Probably just coward, but yeah. I've been watching since this whole Han shot first thing. Yeah, I've been watching and I've been I've been getting my thoughts in order. I think he's selfish. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't think that necessarily makes him a coward. I I I will present my argument. Okay. And honestly, I don't really give a shit one way or the other. I just think it's kind of fun to do. <laughs> because it make it, it's it makes me the whole Han shot first thing made me look at the characters differently. And then the commentary we did, well, the making fun of that we did yeah. for episode four really made me realize just how much of, of an asshole everybody is in the first movie yeah they really are they're all just fucking dickheads so i'm gonna i'm gonna put some stuff Except together jawa number three he seemed like an was okay that the guy. tall creepy dude yeah. he's an asshole by nature because no job sort of walked on the set hey man what's going on oh he was the dude that went what what the fuck Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so let me open up this um, this page here, okay? Because this this is going to follow through, um, and then we can I I can finish bitching about what I want to bitch about. Here's an article from the BBC called "Why Star Wars Should Be Left to the Fans." I want to want to preface this with. Shut the fuck up. Oh, man. I am right. so tired of this bullshit. All right. Hold on. Let me, uh, let me get ready here. Okay. Just so I don't have a asthma attack in the middle of this because my breathing's been pretty rough the last couple of weeks. Uh, fans of Star Wars are not happy. Someone has been tampering with their movie history, altering elements of those intergalactic classics, which some feel is akin to an act of vandalism. The fact that the perpetrator is George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars, only seems to make matters worse. Yes, Darth says no. All right, let me uh, let me just see when was this from. This was from today. Okay. 
Well, no, sorry, the 16th. What the fuck is today? The 22nd? The 22nd. So All right. A little less than a week. <clears throat> oh, no, this was the day it was released. The, yeah. the trilogy was released. That makes okay. Sense. Okay. So, um, let's see. Darth says, no. Lucasfilm recently confirmed, according to the New York Times, which corroborated the story by posting the scene from the movie in which the, quote, event occurs. They're really making this into be more they than really it is. They really are. For those of you not fully conversant, sorry, with the drama that is Star Wars behind the scenes, or the People versus George Lucas's recent documentary put it, there has been an ongoing furor about George Lucas meddling with his masterpiece. <coughs> I would be the first to stand up and say it's not a fucking masterpiece. It was just the right movie at the right time. There's a lot of shit wrong with those movies. Well, yeah, but um, they're fun. They're fun. Absolutely, they're fun. And that's all it should be is fun. Uh, let's see. It all started back in 1997 when he gave the three original films, Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, a bit of a makeover. Actually, it started in 1978 when he added the words, Episode Four: A New Hope, to the re-release. So he's been doing this since the year after it came out. Right. So shenanigans on this article already. Not only did he clean up and repair the original prints, he also made several additions and alterations. Since when an air of animosity between fans and founder has been circulating. The latest revisions by Lucas putting the word no into Darth Vader's concealed mouth during a tense scene during which he had previously been mute elicited this angry and strong worded Twitter response from Simon Pegg. And I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> um... Like many Star Wars fans, has been profoundly affected by the franchise. As he explains in this... I'm not even going to fuck that. It is this level of emotional connection to the original movies that has caused both Lucas and the movie's fans so much grief. I bet it hasn't caused Lucas a fucking sleepless night in his life. Well, he probably can't hear from all those cash registers. Well, when you roll around on dollar bills, it does make a lot of noise. Get paper cut. The fact that George Lucas has made changes to the original film is not the root of the problem, although there are plenty who wish he hadn't. It is the fact that he is not making those original versions available, which is causing all the fuss. <sighs> Lucas is quoted on the... It's the internet. You can get anything on the internet. On the, yeah, on the Save Star Wars website is saying in a 1997 interview with American Cinematographer Magazine that he thought, quote, the other versions will disappear... He said, even the 35 million videotapes out there won't last more than 30 or 40 years. 100 years from now, the only version of the movies that anyone will remember will be the special edition version. And if that's the version he wants people to remember, he has every right to say that. (laughs) Doesn't he? Yeah. So he argued, as quoted in The Guardian, that films never get finished, they get abandoned. And I remember hearing that all the way back in like 1980 or whatever. And that he thought... It was the director's prerogative to go back and reinvent a movie, which it appears to mean replacing the old version, not adding a new one to complement it. Well, he did, and people just didn't like those either. I think that the fans don't really like Star Wars. That's that's I, I, what, that's what I'm going to go with. I don't think that's true. Um. Well, <clears throat> all right. I'll get, get to it in a second. I'll, I'll flesh that thought out. And yet... The Save Star Wars website also says George Lucas made a speech to the U.S. Congress in 1988. This is a fucking bullshit (laughs) argument here. About the preservation of film in which he proclaimed, American works of art belong to the American public. They are part of our cultural history. 
In the future, it will become even easier for old negatives to become lost and be replaced by new altered negatives. That's cherry-picked from a speech he gave. Right. He's talking about when Ted Turner was going to colorize old black and white yeah. movies, movies that Ted Turner bought the rights to, not that he created, wrote, held copyrights, or right. was the inter- intellectual property owner. Um, this would be a great loss to our society. Our cultural history must not be allowed to be rewritten. Of course, that was another quote there, cherry-picked out. Of course, the idea of rewriting, updating, or altering is not new. Authors do it all the time, presenting a revised second edition and letting the first edition slip quietly out of print. Nor is the idea of reworking old material. It happens all the time, even with classics. Kate Bush did just that with her album Director's Cut earlier this year. But in most cases, enterprising fans can find a copy of the original version, or if there's enough consumer demand, original versions are made available by a publisher who will typically own the rights. Not so with Star Wars. The rights belong to George Lucas. But should they? Really? (laughs) Really is that? Now, he released the non-anamorphic stereo versions of the original trilogy. Yeah. The original versions. Right. <clears throat> so they're there. I have them. We watched the end of one the other day. Alex goes on to say, I'm not talking about the ins and outs of who did what on the early movies. Of the three original films, Lucas only directed the first. The other two were directed and co-written by others. He owns the characters. Right. So it doesn't matter. That's a fucking bullshit argument too. But a broader question about the role the public play in the creation of a work of art. All they do is make it famous. Right. I mean, we're not going to have the Wikipediaization of movies here. No. Where people go in and... No, because I don't need to see Boba movies. Fett in every movie. Yeah, you do. No, honestly, I'm kind of against the solo movie idea they proposed. Um, let's see. In 1957, Mar- Marcel Duchamp, the philosophical French artist... Um, gave a lecture on this subject called The Creative Act. He starts it with this thought. Let us consider two important factors. The two poles of the creation of art. The artist on the one hand, and on the other is the spectator who later becomes the posterity. He then goes on to argue that the artist is merely the medium for his or her work. (sighs) Hold on. I need to see something before... uh before I read any more about this guy. He sculpted urinals. Well, somebody had to do it. No, like as works of art, not as a functional piece. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> um, where were we? Um, then he goes on to argue that the artist is merely the medium... Uh, that he or she is not fully conscious of what is being produced, much of which derives from intuition. This is a concept that I've heard many times from authors to artists, where they tell me that the words or thoughts come to them unconsciously or from an unknown source. Building on this idea of artist as medium... Now, wait a minute. They're talking about authors and artists, which are generally people that work solo. Yeah. This, This is... Making Star Wars was... Hundreds, if not thousands of people. Yeah, I know, but all of them driven by his particular vision. True. I mean, but without those people, it never would have been realized. But 
without him, it would have, without him, those people. I mean, that's like that's saying, true. That's true. I mean, it's like, but those I, people I think, are, I think are the same as as a hammer or a nail. I think I think it's it's disingenuous to to come up with the creator of a of a of a world and a franchise that's put into a visual medium where you have other people involved in it than to say, oh well it's the same as a Yeah, but how many painting. people went up to him with with designs and said, Hey, this is what you talked about, this is what you wrote and yeah. and he went, mm, that's not what I was thinking, that's not what I was thinking. But that's the thing not what is I was thinking that's what I was thinking. He can't do it himself. That's, but it that's also the wouldn't thing. exist without him. Right. So that's what I'm saying. This is this but, but, as a but, filmmaker, but you know what, though, it's he, more than but but, but, a but you know writer. what though, but it's but it I well if the if the movie if, making is a collaborative medium. I, I totally agree, but with in this in this case, in this case, it's it's his vision. They're merely But we don't the know tools. we we know we know how he was with Empire and Jedi in the prequels where he had total control over all of it i don't i don't know if he was that way with the first one if he just saw designs that ralph mcquarrie did and said all right yeah because the first death star design is totally different than the than the final design but the first one is the one he walked around and went around and talked to people about it looks more like the remote they used in the falcon but yeah. just but all the thing silver. is though it's like he he always said, you know what? Th- there were things that he he wanted to do, but there was there just wasn't the technology yeah. to do them. I remember and, hearing and, that and, for decades, right? Yeah. And then there was some things like, yeah, he wouldn't do the prequels until he had the technology around to do what he wanted to do, right? And there were things that he invented, right? You know that he and his company invented. It's just like I want certain things a certain way, and I yeah. want them to do this. Okay, and a, and a lot of directors so, actually use one movie to test ideas out for another. Yeah, I Guillermo mean, del Toro did that in um, Blade Two. He te- he he played with color and and the, the the color palette and lighting and stuff. And he did. I swear to God, I remember when the first special edition was announced. I said, turn to my friend Brian. I'm like, we're gonna get new Star Wars movies now, because what he's doing is he's making sure that this st- this shit will look real. Yeah, so and I, that's all I, it was. I think, is, that, I think that he's still he's still the artist. Whether yeah, whether somebody else you know puts his vision you know, into action, that person, hmm. and again, not to detract from any of the hundreds of thousands of people who have worked on these movies, <laughs> yeah. okay, but they are essentially a pen or a hammer. I think it's okay. more than, especially when you involve uh, Kirshner and, um, you know, other directors. and cause, you, know, you can't he- tell me that anything that Kirshner did, okay, Lucas, I mean, th- there had to be times Lucas was just like, mm, no. I don't know. I, I there there was a, a very sloppy divorce going on. There was there yeah, were but times it's, you think he, he was just, out of the picture? You think he just I don't said, know. Irv, honestly, Irv, Irv, you get this. Honestly, I'll be, I'll I don't be know. In court. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I think that I think that the fans have a very narrow view of what happened. We know what what has been made public, and we don't know the the private yeah but i anything. but i also think just, just common sense dictates you know what here's especially especially it's just like okay here's the sequel okay mm-hmm. he rolled the fucking dice with star wars yeah. okay do you really think he's gonna just sort of step back and deal with the divorce all right and not worry about 
well, all this he, other stuff. He was kind of, of he busy is. founding Industrial Light and Magic, THX, and Pixar. Yeah, exactly. So, so <laughs> he he had other shit to do. Yeah, and but, there was Indiana Jones but I on think, the table as well. But I believe that I would believe just looking at everything that he's done, you yeah. know that the that that the production of Empire was. First and foremost, oh, I'm sure. On his list, but of what shit I mean is, is any given to, day. to say that that the production of a film is the same as the painting of a painting. I think it's it's just false. I mean, yeah, he had a lot of control. I think it's about. I think, but I, I, but I think the idea here. I think the idea here is the is the artist vision versus what. The audience, and again, whatever, whether it's whether it's a piece of literature, whether it's mm-hmm. a painting, whether it's a movie, okay, it's, I mean, just just through necessity, okay, someone who who, who makes a motion picture, mm-hmm. just out of necessity, just by nature of the business, yeah, you can't be everywhere at once. Not right, everyone is right. Robert Rodriguez. So plus that's all, yeah, that's true. But that's why you bring in other people, other artists. Yes, and but, as, as, only, but, but, it, but it's not those people. Those people are hired guns. Those people yeah. are, you know what? Like they're there to say they they work at the pleasure of George Lucas. True. All right. And True. George says, "I have this particular vision." All right. But and I want it to look like this. I can go. Through, no, no, no. That doesn't look like what I said. I can go through the art books and I can show you examples where he gives a vague fucking. Disc- General Grievous is the perfect example of why he has artists and why that is Doug Chang's work or uh, Ryan Church's work because he says, "I need a general for the droid army." That's it. That's that's not but you know what though that's but, not direction that's an idea that he gives people and that's and that and, but you know what though but they're bringing their ideas and their influences and everything Ex- to it and he looks at it and he says no that's 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 not going to work and he's thinking not only artistically and visually but how would it represent on film you know how would it interact with the other characters but the people that are making it are also making it so that it looks like it fits with with the part of the story where it belongs but again the the vision though is his it's not his, but not all the time no his idea is his ideas but the but vision his is de- different he, but his decision as to what fits his his vision when he sees six samples they come up to him with hey here's but six. he didn't come up with those if he says i need i need, I need a general leader. grievous i need a leader for the droid army right. okay he has something in his head no he doesn't but no but no but he, i read about this but, but the thing no but no stop but he does stop. no he doesn't he said, I need a character to lead the droid army. That's it. For Darth Maul, he said, I need a Sith warrior. That's it. It was a female for half of the production. He had no fucking idea. He went off what other people did. And he reworked things based on what they did. To it's fit. a collaborative effort. I'm not doubting that. I'm not disputing that. Well, what I'm saying, well, my, what point, I'm saying my, my whole point is Monet painting sunflowers is not the same as Lucas directing a do, film. No, it's not because he doesn't Monet doesn't need other people to paint his fucking flowers. Then what have we been okay. arguing about? <laughs> what I'm saying though, it's if Monet was, okay, if Monet did have a team of people mm-hmm. saying, I want this team of people yeah. to represent what I have in my head, my vision, he right. may just say 
I want flowers. And also, he may get six different versions of flowers. Also, and it'd be like, no, you all suck. Give me different flowers. Also, Monet wouldn't have been a painter at that point. Lucas isn't an artist. He's a director. He's a writer. You could use the term artist. I'm talking illustrator, painter, sculptor. He's not an artist. It's, he's a visual artist in a way. N- yeah, he works I mean, in a visual medium. Yeah, well, now you're just splitting hairs. No, he works at a visual medium. He's not a visual artist. He doesn't create the background mats, the sculptures, the models, the costumes. He has to have other people to do that for him. And they add their own flourishes to it. And if they don't jive with what he wants, then they're not going to make it in the movie. But sometimes he doesn't have much time to... He doesn't sit there and critique every one of them. It's it's a flash. It's an impulse. He'll look at Plo Koon and he'll be like, that's good. All right, fine. And he'll move down the and line. That's, and, but, but, but the thing is, though, there's always, you know what? No, that doesn't work. Plo yeah, Koon, and there's I don't want hundreds of those like that. that don't work. But... It's a, it's a quick thing. And you know what? Quicker, no, but, but, but quick or not, they still, stack the deck. It's still, you know, yeah, you know, of course you know what? they do. They, the, okay. the ones that they like are bigger and they're in the beginning. Right, And exactly. the ones they don't like are at the end. So it's it's back and forth. He might, he might, there might be a perfect character that's like three inches tall on the whole board. But the ones that they like could be six or eight inches because they just printed them larger. My point is that I don't believe that one frame. Not anymore. I don't believe that one frame of any of those movies, okay, has stuff that he didn't say yes or no to. Well, yeah, and then he changes his mind. Yeah, which is totally his prerogative. <laughs> okay. Except the fucking Han Solo. Thing. No, that's his prerogative. You can't nitpick. I can disagree with it. I could disagree you with have this decision. You, ha- you can disagree with the decision, but you. Uh, but I'm not. But I'm not you just said with was, his right to do it. I was kidding. I, know. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with his right to do it. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Okay. <laughs> Personally, my opinion is that yeah. I think it diminishes the character to have. We're not going back to that. Shot. We're not going back to that. Let me get back to this because we got way sidetracked on that, didn't we? Um. He was the medium for the work. Blah blah blah. Uh, unknown source the artist may shout from the rooftops that he is a genius he will have to wait for the verdict of the spectator in order that his declarations take a social value and that finally posterity includes him in the primers of artist history that's still Duchamp talking Yeah. Uh, in other words it's not for the artist to decide whether his or her work is any good it's the job of the spectator, which in turn makes them part of the creative act. I don't believe that. I disagree with that. that that's a bullshit statement. That is a bullshit statement. I don't, and I don't think that's what Duchamp is saying. No, this is this is an angry I don't think Star it, Wars I don't, fan. I don't, I don't think it, it 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 informs the artist. All it does is is review the artist. Yeah. You know, I don't think it makes you them vote part with of the your creative wallet. Act. You you vote with your taste. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think that. Lucas is making these changes based on what he thinks, you know, is going to be popular opinion. He's doing on, you know, what he's yeah. going to, what, what he wants, what he thinks. Just like, oh, hey, you know what? There's a, there's a little reflection off R2's ass over there. Yeah. I don't like that. So take it out, boys. Exactly. But there's still a bunch of shit in there that needs to get fixed that still isn't. Like what? I shouldn't have said this that until I, like little geek till shit, I thought it? of it. It is, it is stupid little stuff. Um, and honestly, I'm drawing a complete blank, but there's like, it's like, 
you know, you you can see. Oh, okay. The perfect one that should have been fixed in '97 in the cantina. There's that little bat-headed creature that's uh-huh. like three feet tall and it's, it's scrambling for a drink. When it turns its head, you see through one eye all the way through to the other fucking eye on the other side. And when it turns its head, you can see the eyes line up and then go out of alignment. You can see through the mask. Okay. How tough is that to just make that fucking black? Yeah, you should fix that. That's that's a bullshit change that needed to be done. Adding a Doug into Jabba's palace? Who cares? It's a fucking Doug. They're on Tatooine. You know what? There ain't no Gungans on Endor. What does it matter? A change I also would have liked Wait, to have did seen. Did you put a Gungan on Endor? No, no, there aren't. Okay. I'll but they like... could. They could put Gungans anywhere. I would have liked to have seen them go back and do what they did with E.T. to uh, Newt Gunray and Rune Hako and, and all the Nemoidians and uh, synchronize the lips because that's some of the worst lip syncing I've ever seen. Yeah. Granted, they were using new motors and radio-controlled stuff that was all in the, in the hats. Yeah. And it just didn't didn't work. It doesn't look good. You know, there's little stuff I would like to see changed, but he's he's more concerned doing other stuff, which okay, so what? I don't have to buy the fucking movies. Well, I that's... want I want speeder bikes on Hoth and Tatooine. Two speeder bikes excuse me, two speeder bikes should take off in the wrong fucking direction. Looking for the droids. That's it. That's all you need. The Empire did not develop speeder bikes that far into you know, their history. When when fucking Anakin's riding one in Attack of the Clones. Oh, yeah. Why aren't you going to put all of your technology out there? If these droids are the most important fucking thing in the world, you get fucking probots, scout walkers. You get everything looking for them. You lock down this fucking city. All two of them. You know, there's just little stuff. The movies are nowhere near perfect. They are my favorite movies. Yeah. But I would be disingenuous if I said they're perfect 10 movies. They're not. No. And there's shit in Empire that needs to get fixed. And the older I get, the more I see that Jedi is just a lazy retread. But I don't give a shit because the Jabba's Palace stuff is awesome. <laughs> All right. Let me get to the the rest of this here. We haven't had a good spirited debate that we actually were agreeing on <laughs> in a long time. Um, Michelle Bachman's sexy. Oh, yeah. I'll, I have a knife. I will stab you. Duchamp describes this as transference, the moment when the artist hands over control of his or her artwork to an audience. But that's not... This is coming from not from an artist. I know. Uh, he also points out that there is an inevitable gap between intention and realization. This is George Lucas's argument for altering his original films, that the technology was not available for him to fully realize his vision, which doesn't account for adding to the script, but let's not dwell on that. In the late 70s and early 80s. Um, Let's see. Uh, He also says, Duchamp also says, um, all in all, the creative act is not performed by the artist alone. The spectator brings the work in contact with the external world by deciphering and interpreting its inner qualification and thus adds his contribution to the creative act. This becomes even more obvious when posterity gives a final verdict and sometimes rehabilitates forgotten artists. What does that have to do with? I don't know. This seems like a reach. Such as Van Gogh, for example, who was not remotely successful or sought after during his lifetime. Duchamp's argument is that the spectator is part of the creative act 
and therefore shares ownership and authorship of the artwork with the artist. I disagree because it's not it's like bullshit. it's not like Van Gogh stuff became popular and then people started saying, "Hey, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to paint cocks it. all over it. I'm going to change it." <laughs> okay, uh, I think that the spectator is, you know, there's either going to be an appreciation or there's not going to be an appreciation. Yeah, you know, who knows? Like. 15 years from now, you know, you know, you know, it's a good example. My buddy Dan hmm. um, is his son is six. Right. And he said, I'm going to start showing him the movies. Okay. And he put it out there on Facebook. He said, what order should I show them? And it was really, really interesting because there was almost like a, well, for one, there there's was a, a whole, generational divide. Exactly. There's yeah. a total generational divide. Yep. Okay. And I hope against hope. Okay. You know what? I hope more that. Nathan doesn't know that Anakin is Luke's father more than I hope he knows that, you know, about Santa Claus. Really, I would rather him watch Empire and get that shock the way it should have been. Because now, like... But that's the the thing. It's it's, it's too late. You know what? It was too late in 1981. It was too late. It It was part of the popular culture already at that time and it's been spoofed everywhere you know what though but to a six-year-old who has who who's, yeah who's but you whose know? exposure to that pop culture is limited at best who goes to okay. first grade with a bunch of kids that probably watch clone wars and already know but you know what though you could look at you could look at anakin and yeah. not necessarily know that's true that's true. If, if you look at if if your only exposure is is Clone Wars, right? Okay, and and that's all you're seeing of Star Wars. Yeah, it's hard to picture because we just know it so well. Yeah, because you're looking at everything, thinking about, oh, okay, how does this end up? Like, right. you know, because I I always watch Clone Wars thinking, wow, how does that little bitch die? Yeah. Well, you know? there's uh, you remind me of that when you when you're done. So, a- but. You've got someone who has a limited exposure to Star Wars. You could yeah. have them watch it the right way. Um, it's not necessarily the right way. It's, no, it's just the way we grew up with. Which is the right way. For us. Because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, if you look at, if you if you were to watch it yeah. from one through six, uh-huh. okay, that series sucks. Because there's no... There's no surprise. There's nothing there. Anakin is such a fucking asshole. You don't care. They all are. You don't care. And you don't give a shit that Anakin turns into Darth Vader. You don't give a shit when he redeems himself at the end. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. You don't. So the only thing, the only fun really in that is, is hearing Vader say it. That's just uh, and I there and are I th- no and I because think there about are no that. if you look at the if you look at the prequels, there are no surprises. No, but you there know what? No, if they there built, are no if they built one in, if they did a twist kind of thing, would it have been contrived? Would it have been forced? I it mean, would. It would. Have, know, it would have felt. It would depend on what it was. It would have felt like it, like a Jedi retread. You know, it would. It would depend on what that knowing was. the movies. And knowing the author, it would have felt like a retread, I think. If they put in a twisty kind of thing in the prequels? 
Well, I think we've talked about some twists that, that that could have happened. That what drove Anakin mad was that Padme and Obi Wan had a relationship. Lucas would never write that. That's the thing. What Lucas would have written would have been light. And it wasn't. I. I don't. I don't. He when he wrote a new hope, he didn't even know Vader was was Luke's father. No, you know, Luke Vader was Luke's and Luke and Leia's father. He, that was all done later. You know, the script was filled out by other writers. They were doctored. They were. They were helped. Resuscitated is a good word. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, would the movies, would the series, then if he does more? Because you know everybody loves money, that's why and, they call it money. And you put and you put another twist in there too. And is he shamalaming himself there? Is he is he forced to put the twist in? It would depend the, the on revelation the, because we've all come to expect it. It would all depend on what that twist was, right? Okay, because well, you get you get two in the original. When you're a kid, you know, the whole Leia thing. Yeah. You get that too, which is uh, obviously to a lesser extent, but still. Right. That's still a surprise. I mean, well, yeah. you know, I'll admit, you know, you hear this thing about, okay, you know, when when Luke leaves yeah. and Obi-Wan and Yoda are standing there, oh, he's our only hope. And there's just like, no, there's another. Right. I mean, that was like, what do you want? There's another? Who? Yeah. yeah. You know? Right. And then you find right. out that it's what the fuck you couldn't hire any other women. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me started that's, on well, that. Well, that's the the force brought them together. I'm just saying. I, I know that's like the God works in mysterious ways bullshit, but that's how the story works. Qui-Gon or the Emperor should have been Anakin's father. That no, you know what? No. That's a lot better than oh, he has no father. You tell me that's tell me that's better. No, do you know what would be better? If Jar Jar was his father? No, no, no. If awesome. if Shmi like knew. Like if Shmi actually so if if Palpatine, mm. okay, was the father, but Shmi knew. Like oh, yeah, she yeah. was in, like like in on the conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. That would be pretty interesting. Exactly. Okay, that would make it like, oh. Yeah. Now let's talk about the prequels for a second and the changes made there. Who fucking cares? They suck. Exactly. Nobody's <laughs> complaining about those. No one is complaining about those. What changes were in the prequels? First of all, Phantom Menace. I mean, people don't like Phantom Menace, but the transfer of it looks beautiful compared to the DVDs. The DVDs look like shit. Yeah. It looks great. I actually sat and watched it because it looked good. Yeah. And it's my least favorite. Um, Yoda, it looks. It, he it, he ties the whole prequel together because yeah. he looks the same. Yaddle is still the same puppet, which is fine because you never saw her before. Right. Um, Clones has a, an edit done where they rearrange two scenes uh, towards the end uh, when Dooku's escaping. And um, when Anakin has his nightmare, I think it's when Anakin has his nightmare because I haven't watched a whole lot of clones yet. Uh, she calls Anakin's name. She calls for him. Okay. Who's bitching about that? Nobody. Because what is it? What does it matter? What do the what do the changes matter? Really, Jabba has a bigger door. Who gives a shit? Somebody said that. Yeah, we haven't door. got to the comments down here. Oh wait, wait, wait. oh the bigger door on um, on Jabba's on palace. Tatooine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Who the fuck cares about that? Yeah. Um. In short, uh, like somebody bitched about that. 
Yeah. In short, the artist is probably not the best person to judge their own artwork. And in my view, and this is Will, that fuck his name, Lucas should probably listen to his fans and allow all versions of the film to be seen, even if that means spending a few quid digitizing the originals. The originals, as far as I know, were scanned. Want to hear some of the comments? Sure. I like this first one. Three little words. Get a life. (laughs) <laughs> Star Wars was never intended to be a serious art flick or a timeless classic. It's just pure entertainment. Why should anyone care if a few scenes have been altered? Our society is, where do we go? Sliding ever more rapidly down the slippery slope, which leads to the kind of decadence which KO'd the Roman Empire when folks start investing their energies in such trivialities. Sure. Yeah. I, I got you there. A couple comments were removed. Um, the prequels clearly demonstrate that Lucas didn't know what he had produced back in 1977. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? Ask little kids what they think of the prequels, and they're going to love them like we love the originals. Right. So um, here's here's a bullshit one, too. Would we be annoyed if the smile was removed from the Mona Lisa or a fig leaf placed over the statue of David? Of course we would, and this is the same for Star Wars fans. The originals hold a special place in many people's heart and had to change it. Oh, and to change it is almost reminiscent of Winston Smith's job in 1984. There are not many films that attract such a fan base as Star Wars, and this should be preserved. Now, Tell you what, though. You know what? Yeah. If, if Da Vinci came back <laughs> and changed the Mona Lisa, yeah. it would be the same argument. Well, how, how could you stop him? First, he's an uh, he he's a uh, an ever living zombie, right? Um, okay, he'll eat your head. Yeah. Okay. No, but but seriously, but, if but it's, David if it's, David has been censored before, but that's different. Fig leaf, a fig leaf placed, not sculpted, placed. It says right. placed. I'm going to go with what was said. Right. That means just boop. You tape it to his dick. Right. That's not changing the sculpture. Uh, Draping, draping a uh, 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 towel or whatever you want to call the over his privates is changing the sculpture because you're not seeing it the way it was intended to be seen. It's it, you know, but in this in this case, these movies are being the way they're intended to be seen is being changed by the original artist. So they're the way they're intended to be seen. Exactly, because this dude is still alive. Right, you can't. Okay, you like can't said, bring up an wanna, argument if, about if, a dead guy. Right. So, and you know what, that Greg? Huh? Who wrote that, Greg? Craig, Craig uh, Johnson. Yeah, he probably can go bite his. Johnson. Um, Spielberg changed E.T., which was a fucking mistake, and he admits it. Yeah. You know what, Lucas doesn't. It's like Spielberg going, "Yeah, okay, that was gay." So yeah, Lucas doesn't. <laughs> My bad. Give a shit. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He does. He he does what he wants to do. And you know, you know what, what? You, you you know what it is. It's like, it's like he's sitting there. You know, at home. It's late. Yeah. And he's. It's basically. You know, he's got a mouse, and he right. just goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hey. uh, all right. I'm gonna make a billion dollars when people buy it. Whatever. I'm gonna you go to bed now. I, 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 part of me. You know what Lucas is? Lucas is a woman from 1950 asking the movers to like rearrange the couch. 
Could you put it over? Can we just see? I, I can see, see how it. this looks. But let me let me throw these by, you, and then we definitely need to do a break. I have a couple different like ways I think about this. The first is yes, he is definitely not happy with what he's done, and the DVDs for the special editions had some really fucking terrible scenes in them, like green lightsaber on Luke in A New Hope, yeah. and a pink lightsaber for Vader in in um, Jedi, and that shit needed to be fixed. That's fine. I I know that movies change things. They just don't advertise it. They're not as well known, right. so people aren't going to notice. The music cue was fixed from the DVDs when when um, Red Leader says, I'm going to f- go across the axis, try to draw their fire. The, uh, the music cue is now a lot closer to where it should be. I remembered it being louder, but then again, I listened yeah. to the soundtrack without all the sound effects and everything. So he's making changes, but then you know it's kind of like it's kind of like when you're modifying a car. It's like oh, oh, I'm in here. Why don't I uh, tweak, yeah. tweak, tweak? There we go. But another part of me thinks that there's all of these re-releases. There's all of these like Army of Darkness is, or Evil Dead Two are great examples of how many fucking versions of these things do you need out on DVD? At least these versions are different. There's a reason for me to buy him. Aside from the fact that they're Blu-ray and they look as good as they possibly could, yeah. he's technically selling a different version. Yeah. Which, okay, he's not selling... If, if he was still selling the same old shit, I'm sure there'd be people complaining about that. Yeah. Like, hey, oh my God, you have all this technology and you do all this wonderful stuff and um, what, you can't get rid of garbage mats around TIE Fighters? Come on. I can see the the dude, the puppeteer's arm on the Wampa. No one will ever be happy with Star Wars. No one. Especially George. What kind of version do people want? They release the original trilogies. They're not anamorphic. (laughs) You know what? We watched it on the computer here. I made it as big as the screen. It looked perfectly fine, didn't it? Yeah. But people want to watch it on their 65-inch fucking DLP TVs. And it's it it's got bars on the sides because it's it's not anamorphic. Right. It's not five point one. It's not Blu-ray. Tough shit. Honestly, tough fucking shit. These are the versions that are out. They're the versions I bought. If if, if anything, if anything, my only frustration with George would be like, George, you know what, man, just put it to bed. You know what, put, though, put, put it to you. You, uh, you know I mean, when but, he'll but do you know it. it you know, he'll 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 release them. He will release the original versions. Yeah, eventually. Let's see. When he's seven. Dead. Ten more years. You know what I think, though? You know, 2027. Really? When it's 50 years old? Yep. He won't be alive that long. Whether he is or not, you know that Katie and Jet are going to get the rights to the movies with explicit instructions on how to proceed. They're going to put tits on everything. Hey, whatever. That's fine. That'd be wicked funny. His kid comes up and goes, I got a new release for you, motherfuckers. Here we go. My name is Jet. Exactly. I am in Sith, bitches. So you don't know. You know that I don't take shit seriously at all. I got more fucking money. I am sitting on a pile of money that's sitting on a pile of shit. And my sister, she's a mixed martial artist fighter. So come at me, bro. And it looks like she's been hitting the face a lot. But you know what? Um, um, I think it's Amanda. Or Katie, I'm not. I, I can't remember which one. She writes writes some Clone War episodes, and she writes some good ones. So, she, they know they know the world. That'd so be great if they hated it, that would oh, be weird. Fuck, 
Chewbacca yeah. underwear again. <laughs> but this five years old, Dad. This um, this this whole thing with Star Wars over the last nine months, because it started when they were announced. Yeah, it's taken me to a point where I um, I, I've I've reached an epiphany, and I've just had enough. I don't need people complaining anymore. I don't. I've already started dropping people off of Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Seriously. I, there are some people that I will put up with their, their, their bitching about stuff because it's, it's balanced with, you know, um, sometimes good stuff, links, nice, you know, links that like I, I actually enjoy clicking on, yeah. but just incessant bitching about stuff. I don't I don't need that in my life anymore. I think all of a sudden one day in my head and it might have been 2 or 3 weeks ago just a switch flipped in my head and I'm like, "You know what? Fuck this." <laughs> I had a conversation with my wife about about get just getting stuff done. You know, we need to get the house painted. We got a whole bunch of shit upstairs. We got to get a dumpster yeah. and start throwing stuff out. And it's like, we don't have time. And and all of a sudden I, I turned into an adult. I don't consider myself really an adult a lot more now that like we have shit under control, but you know how you always feel like you're like 22 in your head. No, I do. 22. Oh, no, 22. I was drunk a lot when I was 22. Oh, okay. 27. You feel younger than you really are in your head. I'm drunk right? now. That's fine. Um, but we were talking and I'm like, you know what? Just get it. We'll just fucking do it. Because you know what? We have kids. We can't put shit off anymore. We just have to do it. Yeah. I came home the other day. The fridge was a little bit warm. It was one o'clock in the morning. Ellen was still up. We took the fucking back off of the freezer, defrosted it, went to bed at 2.30 in the morning, got up at 6. You know yeah. why? Because we just had to fucking do it. Otherwise, all our food would have been ruined. Yeah. And I'm not buying new food. <laughs> the food we had is just fine. <laughs> but you just, you just fucking do it. You know, and if you can't do it, you say, no, I'm sorry, I can't do it. And I am just, this this whole Star Wars thing. That's why I wrote that that blog thing there on, on Palaver. Because yeah. I just, I'm like, you know what? Everybody is so negative. I just need to, I need to be the opposite. Well, no, you know what it is? I think it's, it's interesting, the person who wrote that, you know, this is the kind of shit that led to the, downfall of the roman empire yeah um in a way it's just like you know what we we live in such a way we live in such a, a place where there's a lot of free time we are afforded the opportunity to complain about blinking fucking teddy bears on a planet that doesn't exist uh-huh we're not running for our lives because the fucking rape squads are coming right you're welcome reverend scott but i mean do you think the people in Rwanda are worried about whether Vader says no? But but you know what it is. <laughs> I mean, but even but you know what though, if some of the I mean, we spend an awful lot of time 
Okay, just doing the we we spent three years doing this. Yeah. Okay. And we and just like spent an hour that, and a half bitching I know, about talking about this. But yeah. you know, what if we what if we I mean people could argue, well, why don't you guys spend an hour and a half talking about the importance of literacy in America? Well you know when I come I, across I think, an article I, I think do. that we've we've <laughs> done quite a lot of talking about, you know, public policy stuff and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But vo- anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um and honestly, and I just need to, to get this in right here. It's vote for your own self interest. Not someone else's. That's, I think, the message of the show. Open your mouth and speak up for yourself. Go ahead. Sorry. If you don't like it, make your own fucking movie. (laughs) But, you know, people are like, I won't watch Clone Wars because I didn't like the prequels. Oh, well, that's too bad because you're missing out on some really interesting stories. Yeah, there's some. Because, you know what? I've said it before. Star Wars is like pizza and sex. Yeah. You know, some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. But. Hey, you know what? It's Star Wars. You still got to eat pizza and fuck. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they put Star Trek, the original series, out on Blu-ray, and they changed all the special effects to CG stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And you know what? Just looks a tiny bit better. It's smoother. Shit doesn't bobble up and down on the screen while it's there. Like, shots are locked in. So, so, So do you think that, like, Star Trek fans are going... Fucking Star Wars babies. <laughs> Can't they just be fucking grown-ups and I saw watch a Star Trek? Few, I saw a few complaints. You know, uh, the charm of the original models was gone, and it was a little more cold and slick. And I'm like, okay, I can see that. But you know what? When you have a cardboard and styrofoam set that now stretches out to infinity on the surface of a planet, looks a lot better. Yeah. And, and let's keep it all in perspective, folks. It's movies and TV. Right. And these are the people that were going to buy the Greedo Shoots first version before Vader said no. Fucking Greedo. Bunch of hypocrites. Fucking Greedo. I'm just saying. Green motherfucker deserved to die. I'm just... Oh, yeah. Well, he's totally incompetent, so... All right. Let's do this. When you're watching movies, are you sick of remakes, reboots, reimaginings, reinventions, and Reese Witherspoon? Are you fed up with movies where giant robots try to remake Enter the Dragon? Do you think that torture porn is vastly inferior to 1970s drive-in porn? Do you find Botox actresses with fake tits and action heroes with no chest hair a turn-off? Do movies where no single shot lasts more than two and a half seconds piss you off? Yeah, me too. 
That's why I do Paleo Cinema Podcast, a podcast for films more than 20 years old. So if you think the Sidgeries is a guy and the Myrna Loy is a kind of metal, you need Paleo Cinema Podcast. Go to paleo-cinema.com and do yourself a favour. All right, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. All right, Reverend Scott, take uh, us to church. Uh, what can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. <laughs> uh, is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. You review all these exploitation, <laughs> horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. You must have a strong driving force that keeps you going. Ego. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard you say that before. Uh, yeah, I've been saying that for a while. Really? I have been saying that for a while. Also, I'm high on smack. Well, it's definitely working for you guys. Yeah. People are coming out in droves to support you on iTunes. We just the other day got a, a, a one-star review on iTunes. Well, that is one <laughs> That is one star too many. Let me tell you. The worst fucking piece of shit I've ever heard. This has been great, guys. Thanks, Scott. Oh, that was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. Uh, I'm good for the rest of the year. Nice. That was too much. Are you tired of film podcasts where the hosts exist in a constant, blissful state of agreement? I mean, the main, the main characters are two of the dullest main characters I have ever encountered in any film. Well, you're in luck. Let me introduce you to Chinstroker and Punter. One is an ex-film student with a penchant for David Lynch and art cinema. The other is a man on the street. Listen in perplexed and horrified terror as we tear apart one film a week. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. I just, just getting confirmation. It's just in That's the third time, though. I mean, I must, is this on? You can find us at chinstrokerversuspenser.podomatic.com. So come and share the victory. If you could any man in film, who would it be and why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. You, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody... <laughs> He looks like somebody who can keep a secret. So, see, you got back in time from peeing. Whew. So, we had no plan for this show whatsoever. I mean, I pulled the normal articles like I normally do. Um, yeah, but you know what? I, Republicans are going to continue to be douchebags, so we can hold off on a week. Well, we've held off for a month. That's okay. And they still continue <laughs> to be douchebags. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Can I just say something here? Something a little bit contemporary. Okay. You know what? <laughs> okay. Fuck everybody who's bitching about Facebook. 
What the fuck, people? Really? Oh, it's new. That's why it's different. So fucking what? It's real. A, it's not all that different. B, shut the fuck up. Who cares? Really? You know the bet. You know the the best comment I've seen about it was was my niece. Oh, Facebook made some changes. I guess I better start bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. See, that's why I just start dropping people Jesus left and right. Fucking Christ! Like, come on, people. Whatever happened to the days when, like, you ask somebody a question, and instead of them complaining and trying to change your mind, they just said yes or no. No. What no. happened to that? Because. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Come on, that ended up being funny. <laughs> that did. That did. But it didn't help at all. But uh, I, I do have one thing. I have one thing before we get to the other stuff. Because uh, we're going to go right into feedback after this. We, we'll do this one. We'll do a break. And then we'll come back and we'll do the feedback, okay? There's this bullshit fucking website out there called, called OneMillionMoms.com. Yeah. And it's got a a, a, a a brother site, One Million Dads or One Million Fathers.com. And it's by like the Family Research Center or something. So it's all fucking religious backed. Now, do you remember the the Alec Alec Baldwin? I almost said Alec Guinness. Alec Baldwin's uh, NPR skit with uh, sweaty balls. Yeah, Ben and Jerry's is making sweaty balls ice cream. Yeah, I heard about that, which I think is hilarious. From onemillionmoms.com. Are you kidding me? Ben and Jerry's tasteless ice cream flavors. Now, I I will read my whole post here because it's funny. Ben and Jerry's announced their newest ice cream flavor, which sounds anything but appealing. Sweaty balls. (laughs) I'm going to have a hard time reading this. I think it's hilarious. Is the best they could come up with. The vulgar new flavor has turned something as innocent as ice cream into something repulsive. Actually, didn't nine and a half weeks turn ice cream non-innocent? I don't know. Pretty sure there was... There was a lot of food. I like that movie. The vulgar new flavor has turned not exactly what you want a child asking for at the supermarket. See, now these fucking dolts are under the impression that a kid is going to know what it is and ask for it. Exactly. You know who's you know who's going to get the most mileage out of this? Okay. 12-year-old boys. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The same one hey. that came up and see, can I see can I see little fuckers? Exactly. They'll ask their their the the immature little boys will ask their more mature girlfriends, "Want to lick my sweaty balls?" Exactly. It's exactly. Exactly. And yep. you know what? And it's not even a bad thing to and say. And you know about. what? And you know what? I'm sorry, okay? I'm a parent, yeah. okay? Yeah. And I've got I've got kids who, you know what, my son Cole, you know, fuck, you know what, that's funny. That is funny. You know what, it's funny, it's just fucking funny. Yeah. You want to lick my sweaty balls. That's fucking awesome. Yep. Only if there's Jimmy's on it. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, wait, sorry, Jimmy's is apparently racist. (laughs) I meant to say sprinkles. You know what, but hold on, you know what, though, there is is no definitive fact that Jimmy's is racist. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I don't feel so bad. So the origin of chocolate sprinkles is not necessarily racist. Okay, I read an article about that. I had always thought that the sprinkles were the colored ones. The the multicolored red. Say colored. They don't like that, right? The, the, the sprinkles don't like that. They were white, That's and blue, and red, and green, and yellow, right? The the rainbow colored yeah. ones. And I thought Jimmy's were the black ones. No, no, no. 
Never mind, I can't. Do they're it. chocolate, right? So <laughs> chocolate. You know, no, you know what though? They're not chocolate because if you, if you throw if, that up in the air, can you then yell chocolate rain? <laughs> Sorry, let me go on to read the rest of those. <sighs> this. We are not doing a three-hour show. Fucking awesome. The name originated from a Saturday Night Live skit featuring Alec Baldwin as Peach Sweaty, owner no, of wait, Holiday. Who, who wrote this? This Some is bitch? this is from One Million Moms. Yeah, okay. Somebody with too much free fucking time. <sighs> owner of a holiday bakery called Seasons Eatings. There are lots of great treats this time of year, Sweaty says. A zucchini bread, fruitcake. But the thing I like to bring out at this time of year are my balls. He then explains that he sells popcorn balls, cheese balls, rum balls, balls for every taste. And the ball puns proceed for about four minutes. Ben and Jerry's chose to go with the fudge-covered rum and malt balls for their flavor. <laughs> the skit culminates in Baldwin stating that no one can resist my Sweaty balls. That's <laughs> Awesome. Because that's the punchline. That's exactly. why you would do that. In the past, and I love this. I didn't know this actually happened. Ben and Jerry's has released controversial ice creams, like a special edition of Chubby Hubby called Hubby Hubby, last year, which celebrated gay marriage. Did you know about that one? I did not know. About I didn't. That but one. that's why is nice. that contra- Apparently, it wasn't very controversial because it's Hubby Hubby. Yeah. And do they really think what a Chubby Hubby's about fat husbands? I don't know, but I don't. I find that offensive. I don't think it's. A, I think it's about. Chubbies. If I was less chubby, then I would. If you were, so if you were less chubby, I was less chubby, I would be less uncomfortable right now. If I was less chubby, then my <laughs> I wouldn't have such sweaty balls. Ah, yes. Uh, it seems that offering customers. Oh, sorry. It seems that offending customers <laughs> has become an annual tradition for Ben and Jerry's. The ice cream is being released in a limited batch, which means it will be distributed nationwide, but only for three or four months. If it proves popular, another batch might be forthcoming, but we hope not. The name is irreverent, says Ben and Jerry spokesman Sean Greenwood, but we've always been about having some irreverence and having some fun. We're not trying to offend people. Our fans get the humor. I added the emphasis, but you know that's how he meant it. Right. Now let me read these two things uninterrupted because otherwise we're going to lose the momentum. Okay. And because there's a form letter on One Million Moms. Okay. So I sent one. Okay. Here's the original, and you can edit these. That's the key. Uh. Dear Mr. Greenwood, as a mother and a member of OneMillionMoms.com, I am greatly offended by Ben and Jerry's decision to use tasteless names for your flavors of ice cream. Your decision is disrespectful to me personally and to my family. If you continue to use such poor taste and inappropriate marketing choices, I will make a conscious effort to buy from other companies. As if that effort could fail. Um, I am requesting that no additional sweaty balls ice cream be distributed. Also, I highly recommend you refrain from producing another batch with this name or any other offensive names, or I will no longer be able to purchase products from Ben & Jerry's. I look forward to hearing from you in regard to my concerns. Now, I edited mine. Here's what it says. Dear Mr. Greenwood, as a father and a person with a sense of humor, I'm greatly amused by Ben & Jerry's decision to use great names for your flavors of ice cream. Your decision is appealing to me personally and to my wife. If you continue to use great taste and attention-grabbing marketing choices, I will make a conscious effort to buy as much of your delicious ice cream as I possibly can. (laughs) I am requesting that additional Sweaty Balls ice cream be distributed. Also, I highly recommend you quickly produce another batch with this name, as well as any other offensive names, and I will continue to purchase products from Ben & Jerry's. Keep doing what you do best. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if it made it through their filters, so I'm going to send it anyway. But my 
email message line said, uh, I hijacked their system to congratulate you. Nice. One million moms, they bitch about other stuff too. No doubt. Family guy. Um, vibrator ads on CBS.com. The father one has to be the most pussy whipped guys I have ever seen in my fucking life. Like they're complaining about ads that show on FX. They complained about the Playboy Club. This show about bunnies isn't for kids. Could you be more fucking misleading? No. What? No. What? Really? No kidding. Yeah. It's on at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Of course it's not for kids. What? 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 what, Kids kids are going to go, Daddy, it's a show about bunnies. I want to watch it. Yeah. You know what? Little boys would. Well, fuck yeah. (laughs) And I'd be like, here's a magazine. Why don't you read instead? Exactly. Read the history (laughs) first, kid. Learn learn, learn your history. You got to know the source material. Right. Go whack off. Don't make a mess. Pages stick together. That's why they're glossy now. Oh my god! So if you want to add to the conversation Shreddy here, I did not. I did awesome. not link to their site on this because fuck them. Fuck them in their stupid asses. That just. But it's 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 all. It's all religion based. It's all it's it's a Catholic group that's doing it. Like you look at the affiliations at the bottom and there's two ichthys. I call them Jesus fish. My wife yells at me because the company she works for they sell them. She's like, they're called ichthys. I'm like, they're called bullshit. That's what they are. <laughs> uh, so all let's right. um let's do a break here and um do some feedback. Yeah, and then that's it because we got a, a lot of feedback. So um here's some old school music for people. Old school I mean eighties. you'd be interested in GleeCast. You watch your tone, young lady. Hey, we're not forcing you to download the internet's best, or at least most booze-filled podcast about Glee. You want to be me. Who doesn't, Sue? But we know we can't be. Instead, Erica and Emily. Uh, Emily and Erica. Who am I? I just don't know anymore. I'd love to stay in chat, but I got a satellite interview. Sorry, we get off topic a lot. The point is, listen to GleeCast following every new episode of Glee. Plus, our sporadic bonus content on some of the greatest bad cinema that incorporates musical theater or sweet dance moves. I'm going to ask you to smell your armpits. The right or the left? That's the smell of failure. Failure smells like dove. Mine has a pleasant lady speed stick scent. Kind of makes me think of candy canes. Your resentment is delicious. Visit gleecast.potomatic.com or search for us in the iTunes store. That's gleecast with a K, part of the palaver.com family. That's P-A-L-A-V-R.com. Boy, the only thing missing from this place is a couple dozen bodies limed and rotting in shallow graves under the floorboards. We're working on that. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? Hello, this is Abe Sapien. Also, it's Doug Jones. And you are listening to... Are you serious? 
you, what are you serious? Are you serious podcast? Best of the left.com. Linoleum knife. 35 millimeter hero. Chin stroke versus pencil. Family movie night. Bloody good horror. Girls on film radio. Night of the living podcast. A mail order zombie. Outside the cinema. Popcorn mafia. Perhaps you'd be interested in Glee cast. First time caller podcast. Showshow.podomatic.com. The David Pakman show. gentle listeners. I'm Fozzie Bear. There are a lot of podcasts out there, and it's impossible to listen to them all. That's where the Podcast Podcast comes in. On the Podcast Podcast, we have very special guests from some of the best shows on iTunes, covering everything from movies to television to literature to pop culture and politics. On the Podcast Podcast, you can listen to these guests and decide if you should check out their show or keep on moving. Find us in the iTunes store by searching for me, Fozzie Bear. That's F-O-Z-Z-I-E-B-A-R-E. back for a little while wow so that faded out and i totally missed it all right i'll edit that so it doesn't happen all right so let's read some hey guess what happened the other day what my ipod died oh really yeah it started the screen just started blinking like intermittently blinking well that's what blinking is it's intermittent isn't an intermittent yeah i guess it would be well what's the word i'm looking for where it's not it's not a pattern randomly randomly blinking. yeah it wasn't it wasn't like like th- yeah. every three seconds it would flash for a second i i couldn't even get like disk so maybe utility the batteries just i mean no what is i had it, it plugged it? in for two days oh really yeah it's fucked i looked it up it's, it's dead fucked. <laughs> it actually says on, on the apple fucked. on the apple was, healthcare was thing, this yeah. helpful <laughs> yeah yes it was thank you now i know that it's fucked and i should stop fucking it um <laughs> all right so i'm gonna read this this is from leroy the third king all right uh, greetings, gentlemen. Oh, this isn't for us. What? It says gentlemen. Maybe it is for us. Well, soldier on and we'll see what happens. First and foremost, I would like to congratulate you on the three-year anniversary of Are You Serious? Thank well, you. Well, thank you. I can't thank you enough for putting out new content every week. I got hooked on Are You Serious through OTC. Excuse me, way back when Chris was a guest on the Star Wars Challenge with Ryan. That's oh, cool. Wow. I schooled his ass. a long time ago. (laughs) After a few questions, I was like, holy shit, this dude is fucking awesome. (laughs) I just had to listen to the show and haven't stopped since. To be honest, I kind of missed the TV talk. I actually started watching a few things because of Are You Serious? For instance, True Blood. I tried to watch it before, but I couldn't get past the switchblade sound that their fangs made and Bill's stupid Mm. sookie's mine. Yeah, that's over with. Uh, Once I heard how much you both liked it, I gave it another shot and really liked it on the second viewing. Hey. Are you going to watch this season at all at any point? I don't know. Can I, I can I tell I'm you one so of the far behind? Can I tell you two of the cliffhanger endings? Can I tell you two Is of Tara them? dead? She got shot in the head. 
Okay, so she's with dead. With a shotgun. Well, she'll probably come back as a ghost. <sighs> but she's dead. Okay. Two other endings. Yeah. Which kind of negates this whole bullshit. Like this was like this was like a, a filler season, okay. I think. Um, but it established Jason, it got uh Belfloor off a of, off a of V. So it did okay. some good things in the season. Um Russell Edgington's grave is empty. Okay, that's cool. And Steve Newland, Reverend Reverend Newland, yeah. showed up at Jason's door with fangs. Okay. Whether he is a vampire or not. Who gives a shit? That's He's back. That's a start. So I like I him. I could just skip the season. All right. So um, let yeah. me continue here. Um, I started and completed. Oh, so sorry if I ruined anybody's. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but it's been like three weeks. Yeah. Um, uh, second viewing. I started and completed Battlestar after you talked about it. It quickly became one of my favorite TV shows of nice. all time. Did you ever get to finish Battlestar, Frank? No. Fuck that. And I'm done waiting for her. I'm just going to do it myself. All right. Um, AYS also influenced me to watch Clone Wars and Community. Now Community is my favorite TV comedy. <laughs> I can't manage to stay caught up on Clone Wars, though. I was waiting to hear all th- three of your Star Wars commentary episodes before commenting. I originally planned to watch the DVDs while listening to you guys, but I couldn't find time, so I ended up listening while at work. Mm. Since I'm very accustomed to the films, I knew everything that was happening. They were all very funny, and I caught myself laughing along with you guys a lot of the time. Well, I'm glad you liked it. I'm definitely going to save those for future repeat listening. Um, I would enjoy the prequels as, prequels as well if you're willing to record them. I'm I'm, I'm totally up for that. Shit out of those. And, and... For the Thanksgiving week, we have a we have a, oh, a we, we have cool a special episode up. that we're not gonna we're not gonna tell anybody. I don't mind the prequels at all, uh, and all. I figure that having any new Star Wars film is better than none. Yeah, I just got my Star Wars: A Complete Saga Blu-ray set this week. So far, I've only uh, got to watch New Hope. I wasn't really blown away, but I mainly got the set for the special features. Mm. Oh, hidden Easter egg on there! If you go to Empire. Um, on the on the on the the extras disc for for the original trilogy, it's um, Boba Fett's prototype costume. Yeah. One of the menu selections takes you to the Nelvana animated first like TV appearance of Boba Fett from the Wookiee Holiday Special. No, oh, that's interesting. It's apparently the whole cartoon. Huh. So it's actually his second appearance because the yeah. first he was a parade in California. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the complete story, okay, but I mainly uh, special features. Well, I'm writing this in a feverish haze, so I'll stop before I begin to ramble. <laughs> Once again, congratulations on three years of Are You Serious? As long as you keep putting out a show, you can always count on me to listen. Well, Sweet. thank you. Thank you very Leroy. much. That's very cool. Thank you. Appreciate that. I have, to thank, I have to thank Randy, too. I got today, in the mail, I got a package that was a book that I'd never seen before. And I am saying that honestly, not just to make him feel better. It was a book, and it's... It's um it's like a versus book and it pits like one ship against another or one character against uh, another. Yeah. I I just looked at it real quick cuz we had to come in and record. Uh well, I had to get the fucking show ready cuz we recorded a little bit earlier than my normal can we wait time. And it was a uh, Bosk against a Drydecker oh, and yeah. a Star Destroyer against a Trade Federation ship and uh Randy suggested that I can sit down with the girls and we can That's cool. We can talk. I'm like that's awesome. That's Thank cool. you. And it was he, he thanked us for all the content. Um this that one is nice. from DZ. Nice. DZ formerly of Cinema Diabolica. Oh. Yeah. Um one hey, of, Chris one and of my Frank. earliest podcasts that I listened to. Hey Chris and Frank. Yeah. I'm glad I was on the toilet for four hours listening to episode 155. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been sending you a cleaning bill. 
killer jaguar vagina. Did you say that? I think I did. Uh, on a more serious note, something I've not heard people bring up about the birth control issue is job security. Hmm. When you think about it, the reason we might want to slow population growth is to make sure we have jobs in the future. If we will be retiring later and later in life because Social Security no longer exists and we're living longer, it means the younger generations, possibly our own grandchildren, will be fighting for our jobs. If you've ever been to the house of a poor family with children, by this I mean more than three, that's my house. <laughs> it's often sad. It's definitely my house. Oh. Let alone hard to think. Uh, let alone hard to think because of all the noise. My God, that the is noise, he's noise, been to my house. noise. Um, Sorry, there's lots of this had, dynamic um... that makes it difficult uh, to economically grow, which makes me think the reason why Christians want the poor to continue having babies is the distraction and economic repression that comes with such biomass. Huh. This is tougher to write than I thought because it angers me how little people understand what it's like to be poor these days. Whatever, DZ. All right, DZ sent another one. Now, I, I, I was thinking about that while I was not quoting How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, there's a, I know he's talking about further in the future, but like when the baby boomers, like, because there's, there's two separate boomer like divisions. There's Not the ones really. that were born like right after the war. Yeah. And then there's ones that were born a little like after. 10 years after the war, right? Like Obama technically born in 63, that's like the tail end of the yeah. boomer generation. Um I but, wouldn't consider him a boomer though. Well, no, Clinton I I looked it up and and yeah. he he technically is it's like 64 which, we're was generation the cutoff age, date, right? Yes. Yeah. Which the cool generation. We are. Um look at how cool we are. <laughs> sitting fuck in hot, you everybody. Fucking sweaty room. Um, Talking about sweaty balls. By exactly, and, and action figures. Ben and, and Jerry sweaty balls. Wow, what losers we are. Um, but like they, they're eventually all going to, those people are going to retire, and then won't that in the short term help out job growth when all those people retire? I don't know. Because there's, there's a lot of boomers. Yeah, well, if nothing else, they'll be working in the healthcare field because all these fuckers will be in nursing homes. That is true. That is all right, true. another one from DZ. I must be out of my mind listening to two episodes back to back. Yes. I totally agree. Yes. At one point episode, at one point in episode 156, you bring up Comcast $10 rate for poor families. Ah, uh, yes. Your discussion came around to text message fees, and I'm reminded of Chris Anderson, editor of Wired, talking about how cell phone companies got their cost to provide text messages to be so low that it is essentially free to them. I Fucking totally knew believe it. that. Of course it is. Mathematically, that means any amount of money they charge, even a penny, is infinite profit earning. Mm. Now, I'm told slash taught that I have to work for every penny I earn. So why are they the exception? This That's is why phone question. freaks developed the blue box, which didn't economically crash phone companies in the 80s, to get around the cost of calls. Do you remember the days of toll charges? Um calling the next town over. Yeah. It was more the cost of, uh, it was more cost effective to take a bus and visit friends instead of calling them in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> That's true. Well, That's why it was always good to have a girlfriend in the same city. Well, it can be argued that people can survive <laughs> without the internet. The same can't be said of phones. Mm. The fees involved with them are, aren't based in reality. I'm not saying they should be free, but what option do you really have to lower the cost? This is an infrastructure issue. Mm. Frank mentioned internet access at libraries, but what I've seen in two states, Washington and California, is you have a limit of one hour to use a library computer for an hour free. Otherwise, you have to pay. And they get so pissed about porn. 
Um, <laughs> you can't. Apparently, apparently, you cannot jack off in a theater. I mean, in a. <laughs> I don't want to know where that Freudian slip came from. Just keep either. going. In a library. <laughs> You can't jack off at a theater if your name is Paul Rubens. <laughs> in a library. Uh, this also assumes you can get on a computer, and libraries are often busy, especially after school gets out. They definitely don't want you walking off then. Um, the Wi-Fi is free, but you have to have a computer to use it. Mm. Let's not forget that libraries are under attack because of budget cuts. Factor in that many information sources are going online. Newspapers are struggling, and if there does come a day they disappear, the library internet access issue will be impacted. Comcast recently instituted bandwidth caps. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here it's 250 gigabytes a month. Um, what's the cap for the $10 access? If the cap is very low, then that $10 potentially balloons, mm. especially if they stream or download music, even legally. Some interesting reads you guys might like are... Free by Chris Anderson and Dear Hacker, Letters to the Editor of 2600. Huh. Free is about the economics of free and Dear Hacker's 25 years of letter and their responses to the 2600 magazine. Hopefully I've communicated my intent. I know this is sprawling. Keep rocking, DZ. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. It is It is almost, it almost seems like it's, I don't know, it, it's, it's a tough thing. We have the band limit. The the download or upload yeah. limit caps here. I I've busted through that yeah a few times. You know because do the show. I download a whole bunch of podcasts right. and and all kinds of stream. When I I think I've said it before. When I was painting and putting shelves up in this room, I watched Arrested Development through Netflix. Yeah, like four times the whole series through. Speaking of Netflix, did you hear about their announcement that they're changing the DVD section yeah. of their company to Quick? Quickster yeah. or something like that. Personally, I don't know why they didn't just call it Quick Flicks, which I think would have been a better fucking name. True. Okay, because Quickster sounds dumb. It does. But it also sounds like do... a bad guy, like yeah. a flash bad guy. Right. Here comes um... the Quickster. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Spread oil on the ground. <laughs> His wife hates him. <laughs> um, so, like, people are like pissed. Yeah, I don't understand why. I don't know why here's, people are mad. Here's, we fucking knew this. Here's why I'm not mad. It doesn't fucking matter what they call you. You're still going to get your DVDs in the mail. You still have to well, pay for streaming. You have still okay, have to okay, pay hold, for streaming hold on, hold on. and for DVDs. To, to Fuck the, people. The one biggest problem that I saw, because I read through a shitload of comments on the yeah, blog post. I got just, the letter from the CEO. Just to figure it out. The two won't be integrated anymore. So like, if you have DVD and streaming, right? Yeah. And you click on Wally and Ghostbusters and like, you know. Yeah. Then they're only DVD. You will know when those change to streaming. Under this new thing, it won't tell you. But the thing is, though. You would have to set up another queue for DVD and another queue for streaming. Your reviews and likes don't carry over from one to the other, which is really stupid when you think about it because it's already one thing. You can integrate the database, I would imagine, and you can have them work together. Okay, because for a while, Toys R Us was a part of Amazon. Well, here's so, the question: though. Like, it's not impossible. Here, here, here's the question: Who's to say that your likes and dislikes don't carry through? Oh, that's just because Netflix. they're two, just because they're two different things. And also, yeah. if people are getting DVDs, right? I mean, how many people are actually doing both? I used to. Why? Well, because of Blu-rays and extras and stuff like that. Okay. Um, Here's why I think, why I personally like it. 
I subscribe to Gamefly. Yeah. $16 a month, one game out at a time. Right. Now you can do quick they're going to have it is quick dicks. They're going to have they're going to have games on yeah, Quickster for 8 bucks a month. It's going to be 8? Is it going to be 8? Is it going to be the same the as the DVDs? Tomorrow we will find out. Okay. If I can do one to one, you know, one DVD and one game out at a time and add Blu-ray onto it and it's less than 16 bucks a month, I'm dropping Gamefly. Oh, most definitely. That's why I like it because I can have everything. I can have it more consolidated than I do now. Yeah. Because Netflix will charge me twice, one for each. Yeah. But if I save, even if even if it's a dollar less, honestly, <laughs> we 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 need to buy a car. That's an ex, <laughs> that's an extra dollar. That's an extra buck a month. Of course, you could say drop them totally, but then I'm weak and I will go out and buy games at sixty dollars a pop to play them. Yeah. I don't buy. I'm I have pre-ordered Arkham City because that game's going to be totally badass. And Arkham that's Asylum is coming to the Mac. Is it? Yeah. I've played like two different versions of it. I don't need it again. I really don't. I might get it for my Mac. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've, I've played the game. It's all, it's It was more it's fun, fun than it should have been. Yeah. It really was. So we'll see. I mean. But people, again, like what the fuck? You know, people are like, just because they have forums, because the internet is makes it so easy for people to complain. Yeah. They're just like. Well, the whole Netflix thing is another reason why I've just, I've, I'm backing away from complaining about everything. Like, I'm not complaining about Netflix. I'm pointing out why people are complaining, and I'm telling you why I, why I may like it. I just, I just, you know what? It's just <laughs> do whatever the fuck you're gonna do. People, people, people are also like pissed off about the sixty percent price increase, and it's like, you know what? Companies raise prices. It, it happens. And they're two different. Granted, Netflix also raised prices right around the time they they mentioned that stars wouldn't be providing content anymore. They're also two. I mean, it's two different business models. And I so really think they want to. I think they want to do away with the DVD end. They're going away. That's why I'm not buying Blu-rays. Because eventually, eventually, well, eventually everything to... goes away. Exactly. Like I said, I'm not gonna buy VHS because eventually we're gonna have super HD. You know what? That's Blu-ray. why I stopped buying food. Yeah, exactly. Well, because your fridge fucks up. Exactly. My fridge fucks up, and and there we go. We also got another link from uh, from DZ about um, the Wall Street protests that we'll go into more depth next week with. And uh, Yahoo was oh, uh, there was something was about Obama, stuff. the Buffett, something or other. Oh yeah, I need to. I need to. Uh, what is that? Making millionaires, bajillionaires, like and making them pay more, something like that. Yeah. Doing what Warren Buffett says. Yeah, I definitely say. You know what? If you make more money, you should pay more taxes. Well, you know what? I all all you got to do, and I'd be but, perfectly happy with rolling back rolling back the Bush tax cuts. Yeah. That's fine. Roll those back and keep us keep keep the payroll tax cut. Because, you know, there are a lot of families out there that could use that extra $1,500 a year. Yeah. I want to buy three but iPads. But I'm not, I'm not going to get mad today. Did you say three elephants? No, I said three iPads. Oh. You know how much three elephants would cost? About the same as three iPads. Really? You can buy an elephant for $500? Where the fuck are you going to get an elephant for $500? Fucking India. Well, you have to fly to India. Well, no, you just said buy the elephant. That's not, just, not now. You're there. just being ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now I want to know how much it costs to buy an elephant <laughs> in India. There's a difference. It's got to be in 
fucking India. I need to find this other thing. Ooh. You know what? I didn't even finish typing it, and Google came up with elephant for sale. <laughs> really? Better not. Oh, wait. Oh. Hey, everyone. Whoop. Take two. Yeah, we haven't. Oh, that's the beginning of that. Are you ready? Um, or do you want to find out how much it costs to do a No, to buy it's an all elephant? fake elephants. The fuck? You can't buy a real elephant on Google. You have to win it like Bart did. Yeah, seriously. All right, so we're at Bullshit. one hour and 58 minutes. And we have one more. We have Reverend Scott's. Okay. Sit back. Yeah. Take two in years. Yes. Seriously. Like seriously, years. I'm getting old. My wife knows that there's very rarely a take two. Oh, um, not without chafing. No kidding. <laughs> Welcome to the Are You Serious three year anniversary. I think we're in. Oh, hard. man. <laughs> I'm literally sitting on the edge of my couch waiting to see what was going to happen. Huh. So, so tense. That's good. Really good. And now, here's your host, Reverend Scott. Because <laughs> he needs his own theme in there. Right. Hey there, Chris and Frank. Well, this is it. This is the big three-year edition of my segment. Here we sit at episode 162. Now here's a bit of trivia for you guys. Do you remember what episode was the first time I sent you guys a segment? Well, here's kind of a hint. It was the segment where I did my uh, own personal Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah. You guys know this is a recording and I can't actually hear you, right? <laughs> I'm just going to assume that you don't know or you got it wrong and tell you that it was episode 113. Wow. That was followed Holy up the shit. next week by the infamous segment about the crazy Christian lady. <laughs> Coincidentally, I was never able to top for 46 segments that followed it, including this one. As you probably remember, the incident led to a brief stay in jail. Yeah. Then I took a few weeks to show how psychic I really am when it comes to predicting what you guys say on the show. That was creepy. Eventually, the segments turned political as I explained why I was the best candidate for your 2012 president. Yeah, thanks to the glorious, horrible things you guys say every week, I managed to have enough clips to fuel segments, emails, and commentaries for 49 weeks straight. Well, except for that one, uh, I missed episode 124 somehow. I don't know, I'm, I'm sure it was your guys' fault, though. Probably. Now, I know this show is about you guys and how the show is celebrating its three-year anniversary, but I also know that had I not started contributing, it would have ended a year ago due to lack of interest. <laughs> so, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you're welcome. For everything. No, really, it was no big deal. I guess I'm pretty great. And just to prove how great I am, I'm doing two things for this anniversary episode. Number one, I'm going to exclude all the usual demeaning sound clips of you guys. Wow. You suffer enough every week, so you both deserve a week off. And number two, I very well couldn't do a segment this big all by myself. So I secretly reached out to the podcast world and collected some audio you both should enjoy. So what do you guys say? Let's get this party started. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy three years, you asshole douchebags. <laughs> Reverend Scott may not be including any demeaning sound clips of you guys, <laughs> but I sure am. Nice. So especially for you two, between every nice thing each brain-dead lemming podcaster and listener has to say about you, I'll be back with my favorite terrible quotes. Hope you enjoy. Oh, oh son of a bitch. <laughs> Hi there. This is Evil Dave from the Inside Out cast. Now you may be wondering why you shouldn't listen to Are You Serious? <laughs> Are you a hippie who insists 
on not identifying your child's gender until <laughs> that child so chooses? If so, you probably shouldn't be listening to Are You Serious? Are you a former governor of Alaska that gets her kicks shooting wolves from a helicopter? If so, this podcast is probably not for you. Are you that guy in the flag shirt with a tri-corner hat, openly displaying your loaded gun and insisting that the first step in universal health care is dumping all the elderly into a mass grave and then sprinkling them with lime? Really? Those people exist? Well, if they do, and you are one... You don't want to be listening to this podcast. On the other hand, if you like to take the piss out of such people, as I've mentioned, then Are You Serious is definitely for you. Happy third year anniversary, Are You Serious? <laughs> that was touching. Now suck on this. Oh. Interjection. Re-erection. <laughs> you could actually interject a re-erection if you had to. I'm a miserable motherfucker for a reason. Okay? It's, it's, it's good for people to know. Hey, Chris. Hey, Frank. This is James. And uh, Barb. Keep hey. opportunity door. Uh, just wishing y'all... And Barb. <laughs> and Barb. <laughs> We're just wishing y'all happy, uh, you know, three years. Yay, three years! Uh, and that was really about it. So, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Newsflash. Oh. Fuck you both. And you'll hear penis, penis, cock, cock. I, I just gotta <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble. But the whole thing is very phallic. A lot of... A lot of anal, like throat rape type stuff. I don't know why I said anal. That really doesn't have really to do with it. Really. Hey guys, this is DZ. Just leaving hey. you a message saying congratulations on three years. That's uh, longer than any relationship in my family. Holy <laughs> crap. Really? Are you serious? Three years? Oh, and Chris, by the way, it was Daniel who caught the fly, not Mr. Miyagi. So you might want to check that. Mr. Movie Guy. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better than myself. Damn. Because I hate you both. Fuckity fuck fuck him. The car itself is the product of real world villainy. Volkswagen was founded in 1937 by the German labor front, the Nazi trade union, and got its name from Adolf Hitler himself, who wanted to create a state-sponsored car for the people. Today, Volkswagen makes cars that run on the blood of Jews. Fuck you, I'm fat and lazy and an idiot. <laughs> hey, Chris and Frank, this is Troy from the Movie Matchup podcast, as well as uh, one of the editors from ReboundRadio.com. Nice. I just wanted to drop you both a quick line and congratulate you on such a huge milestone. I mean, three years of podcasting, that's huge, man. I'm a big fan, although I've never written into your show before. I've been listening to your show for about 30 episodes now. I haven't wow. listened to all of them. Nice. I got to tell you a couple of things, though. First, I'm amazed on how much I agree with both of you on your opinions <laughs> of pop culture and how much I disagree with you on your political and social views. <laughs> the great thing about you two, though, is your ability to articulate your ideas and really point out some great perceptions about how the world works. I mean, let's face it. If I agreed with you on everything, then I wouldn't find you two gentlemen so interesting, and I wouldn't have the opportunity to challenge my own beliefs. I really do think that on the battlefield of ideas, the best ones can be recognized and ultimately prevail. I've never understood people who want to silence debate or kind of slander ideological counterparts. For me, you can't learn to grow without challenge, and you can't really have a belief unless you also are ready for that belief to be questioned by others. So I want to thank you two for making me really analyze some of my conservative ideals and sort of take a minute to ponder other schools of thought. 
Second, you both have a great chemistry together and your sense of humor is right up my alley. I guess it's this personality you both have that keeps me coming back and listening to more episodes. I can't thank you enough for not only the intellect you bring to the podcasting world, but really the the humor too. Again, congratulations on a fantastic three years. I don't want to take up too much of your time. And I hope you guys keep going for another 30 years. Take care and best wishes to you both. Thanks. How sweet. Allow me to sour it. I'm all for jobs. For rich people. (laughs) Fuck the rest of you. Corrective rape for lesbians. Lesbians can be cured by male soldiers. Our military is like the Nazi Nazi. regime. And somebody gag McCain while we're at it. And look at that. It comes right back to bite us in the ass. Most things do. Oh, son of a bitch. So, yeah, from across the pond here, hi, Chris and Frank. It is Jordan from 35mm Heroes just saying congratulations on three years. Um, I mean, hopefully we can make it that long. Um, But hopefully I don't bore normally in too much. um, I'm pretty sure I would have murdered you by then. Yeah, it's not going to happen, is it, really? I think there's, there's a big fight coming quite quite soon I think yeah, we've been looking it's, it's boiling up yeah exactly you three years that on air. achievement that I don't think <laughs> we'll ever best. ever quite make no it might be an alcoholic fight at Fright Fest <laughs> yeah it could do that or a drunken a drunken incident at Ian's wedding who knows but anyway this isn't about us I'm mean, <laughs> you two fucking in the bathroom that'll be what it is yeah <laughs> it sounds like our You're show on, we're usually very very secretive and very very quiet yes but no, happy birthday! It's not a bad <laughs> um, Yeah, well, it is. It's a huge thing. Three years. Um, it's a great, great podcast. Great guys. Um, I don't know what else we could say. Really, um, keep the good I'll, work. Go I'll to- say something. I'll say one of the like. I think one of the the, re- the things that make me listen to a podcast are um, decent sound quality, and I have to like the people that I'm listening to. And luckily, um, Are You Serious does have that, so it is it is always in my list of weekly podcasts for that reason Thank alone. They, they they are two guys who genuinely are likable, and you can listen to them for that reason. So onwards, and 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 here's to another three years, I reckon. Now that's why nobody listens to our show because of <laughs> shitty sound quality and all assholes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> why I listen. Tenor. Happy birthday! <laughs> I'm sure they're oh, this guy. But these clips aren't. Consensual sexual relations between two adult men is exactly the same as a man having sex with a dog. About oh. to mess around with this prostitute. Uh-huh. And uh, she takes out this big dildo. What is that? You just carry that around with you? Oh, God. Oh, God. Please tell me that you've pureled this really, really oh. nice. Something that she starts putting in mouth. Oh, God, no. I want to go home. I want to go home. I don't know. Just put <laughs> DNA in your mouth. <laughs> I, don't I don't like that idea. Just a tip. Just the tip. There you go. Oh, you didn't do a spit take. I was waiting for that. Uh, it takes a lot to make me spit. Work at it. Oh, I just broke my cock. I about the same size as my cock. I don't know what this shit is inside it, though. Something that could work, apparently. Did it break? Is it broken? Or just... No, it still works. I mean, because uh, God forbid, I have no fucking idea where I have a boner. Oh, wait, does. I haven't used a penis in the house here for a while. Uh, hey, Chris Frank, this is uh, Rick over at the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema. I just want to say congrats hey. on three wonderful years of Are You Serious? And here's to three wonderful more, or possibly 20 wonderful more, or whatever you guys decide to do. 
Thank you. Yes, and this is William from hey. Gentleman's Guide. And I got to ask, are you serious? It's been three years already. I know, huh? So good on you guys. Here's to three more, 20 more, 30 more, 300 more. <laughs> oh, my if, God. Uh, <laughs> Disney's frozen head forecasts come true. Or was that... Uh, not Maris. That was Ted Williams with the frozen head. Anyway, whoever it was, <laughs> however long you guys want to do this, we hope you keep doing it. Uh, and congratulations. Thank you. Wonder how oh. much Reverend Scott paid I them keep to say that. He's coming back. Now here's this. I love cock. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I can't live without cock. If you get fat eating cock, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so, um, I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Sean Feltman. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good name. <laughs> that's, like being, that's like being named Freddy Butt Raper. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Chris and Frank. This is Scott in Toronto, one half of the Married with Clickers podcast. Hey. I keep Just saying hey to everybody. wish Hello. you a happy third year anniversary. Three years is a big, big deal. Just to give you some context, three of Liz Taylor's marriages didn't last that long. <laughs> I can think of at least five U.S. presidents who weren't in office that long. Um, several bands in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like Cream, Moms and the Poppas, they weren't together for three years. There are hockey franchises that didn't last three years. <laughs> the USFL only lasted three seasons, so three years is big. Whoa. Um, We're just awesome. wonderful work. Keep it up. Here's to another three years. Take care. I think I just threw up in my mouth. Now here's some stuff you guys puked out. Roosevelt, what a nutbag. Am I wrong by saying there was a good portion of people that thought, holy cow, I'm glad he's dead. People who lost their homes in forest fires in California had it coming. This is a, probably be a good time to announce that we're changing the name of this podcast to Glenn Beck is a stupid fat person. Podcast. Yeah. Hey, Chris and Frank, it's Fozzie. Uh, congratulations hey. on the show. Uh, so Reverend Scott called me a while ago and asked me to record something for you. And uh, I, I, I don't know why, but I've consistently put this off, and I had a million great ideas as to how I was going to do it. Like, I was going to do, like, a uh, like a world-famous lightning round, but just, like, record my half of it, and you guys <laughs> could answer live, and, like, no matter what you said, it would be the right answer, and, like, it would be nice. really funny, so you could say, like, dildo, and that would be the right answer. I'd give you a ding. Um, so that's one I was going to do that but then I didn't have time and then um, I was actually thinking also about doing like a compilation of the Reverend Scott clips for you guys oh. just him talking and make him sound like an asshole for once <laughs> that would have been imagine how great that would have been great. but I didn't do that either so, but then I thought maybe um, I'll just get together with like Eric and Emily because they're here in the city and we could all get together and call you at the same time but I completely forgot the last time I saw him and we ended up just getting drunk and and, uh, passing out here on my couch. Fair enough. Um, but then I thought, well, I'm going to Los Angeles. I'll do it with Show Show, and like I can have them call in with you, and like we could all like record ourselves and just be like, congratulations, and like scream it into the mic. But I forgot that too because we got drunk there too. Um, but then <laughs> I thought, pattern. okay, when I get home, I'll just do like a, a song, like when like Bette Midler did for Johnny Carson on the last show, like one for my baby. Um, but I didn't have time to do that because I'm recording this right before I have to send it in. Um, and then Oh, I was also going to use the voice changer on my phone. It's this cool app that I downloaded, and I was just going to record a whole message, and I was going to play it for you. It's going to sound like this. Here, listen. <laughs> this is 
it's all like it's all Darth Vader, but it says Garth Bader because <laughs> they couldn't get the rights. Um, but th- I didn't have time to do that whole thing either. Um, no, and then I was going to do this like funny bit where I was going to like disagree with your politics and say how much I don't like what you guys say. Like you know, like mountaintop removal is just Dianetics. You guys are crazy, and but I didn't have time to do that either. And then I was talking to George about it tonight, and I was like, God, what do I do? I only have like an hour to do this, and he was like, Just call in and be like, Wookie, 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 and I was like, Okay. Whatever, George. But here I am. Wookie, wookie, wookie. So uh, congratulations on your show. Congratulations for the laughs, for the commentaries, which have been amazing, for the tears, for the honesty, for falling asleep. Um, Thank you, Chris, for coming on my show three times and being amazing. Um, Thank you, Frank, for uh, phoning it in that one time. It was all wonderful. And I thank you guys, and I really appreciate everything that you do. Have a great night, and here's looking to uh, 300 more. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is more like it. I just wanted to grow, like, big. You know, have a nice, big, solid cock. Uh, <laughs> you know, Earth Day, man. you know what? Fuck you, Mother Nature. Go fuck yourself. For the truth. Enjoy getting butt-raped. <laughs> the only person, really, that should run, in my opinion, will be, um, Gary Busey. I'm a what? <laughs> Dick, right across my head. Chris, Frank, Randy here. Thanking you for dragging your asses in week after week to the studio to make my life more worthwhile. With you guys in my life, I now win arguments substantially quicker, like jujitsu black belt quicker. Whereas before, I would have to, like, you dick! And I don't have to go there anymore because I have you guys back there in my corner. And I even have you guys assaulting people on the street while I'm working and I'm not even there. And you are wonderful for it. May you keep doing it for a long time. Glad to help. Appreciate it. Love you guys. Talk to you later. What a colossal waste of time that was. You know, they don't even know what AYS stands for. Mexican Coke is fucking delicious. (laughs) Selling your children into slavery, killing disobedient children, and basically, you know, fucking 12-year-olds and then having to marry them. Good values. (laughs) We have equated gay marriage with cancer. I love giant moose taint. Touch it. Touch it. Touch my gun. Touch it. (laughs) I really love the warm caress of the dog in heat. If you're serious, happy third birthday. Emily, you mean happy anniversary. No, it's a birthday. It's the third year birthday. No, they've been doing the show for three years, which means it's their third anniversary. No, which means they started it three years ago, which meant it was delivered from the womb that is Chris's computer and... That was, was yours at the time. Mine at the time. Cut the cord of the wireless internet. That's a birthday. It's three years old. No, they they got together three years ago. It was the start of a new relationship, which is kind of like a podcast. So, and that was three years ago. So, therefore, it's it's an anniversary. But the relationship created a thing, and that thing is the podcast, and the things have birthdays, which makes it a birthday. I can't believe you're trying to compare a podcast to a baby right now. Are you, are, what, what is wrong with you? What, are our podcasts not important to you? Like, you, you think babies are more important than podcasts? Is this, where is this coming from? Are you pregnant? No, I'm not pregnant, but... Are you going to start, like, treating your baby like it's more important than Gleecast? Is, is that what you're trying to, like, soften the blow for? I can't believe that you think of a podcast as more of a baby than a relationship. I think, if anything, our podcast has made our relationship stronger, and I don't understand. Well, yeah, just like sometimes kids make relationships stronger. <laughs> I mean, sure, sometimes they tear people apart, but often, you know, two people have a baby, and now they're bound together one way or another for life. 
Well, I think it's pretty clear that that this podcast is the end of our relationship. No, no, it's not really the end because the baby still exists. So there's still like visitation rights and all that stuff that we have to deal with. So if anything, it's just made our relationship uh, a little uh, inconvenient, but it's still like now it's always there. It kind of cements it, if anything. You can get divorced and that anniversary doesn't matter anymore. But when you have a baby, that anniversary, it, the birthday, I mean, of the baby <laughs> is always going to be there. So, wow. Birthday, more important than anniversary. But because, no, because the podcast is not going to be there anymore. So, therefore, your baby. No. Are you going to kill a baby? Why are you killing a baby? Using air quotes. The pod, if the podcast doesn't exist anymore, then, therefore, the oh baby doesn't exist anymore. You're They're a hypothetical baby. And, therefore, it's an anniversary. Oh <laughs> because... When, if the well, you know what it's coming down to, you're willing to kill babies. I think that's what it comes down to. No, then you're a baby killer. Baby killer. Maybe we should just, baby killer. Maybe we should just agree to disagree. Fine, baby killer. <laughs> or just admit that we are taking opposing sides just to have something to talk about. Yeah, I guess so. I guess God, so. They baby. are us. Yeah. Uh, so, regardless, from. Erica and my ex-podcasting buddy Emily, but forever life partner joined by our child. Uh, yes, we wish you Frank a happy anniversary. Three-year birthday. Three-year anniversary. Three birthday. All right, we love you guys. Love you. Happy birthday. My God, happy anniversary. Awesome. Happy birthday. Anniversary. I hope you appreciate the effort I'm putting in to make you two look like horrible human beings. Because you are. Because they don't say things like fuck balls. I can't stop sucking cock. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just delicious. Probably <laughs> delicious was the wrong word. Probably. <laughs> Do you sleep with men? Has there been a penis in your rectum? What? Sometimes I think he sends us these just so we can take certain pieces. Man, I really can't wait to jerk off to Captain America. So hot, red, white, and blue body. This may have crossed the line, so I can hopefully sleep a little easier tonight, knowing I warned you about that. Oh, that motherfucker. Dearest Chris and Frank, after three years of continuously riding the coattails of Outside the Cinema, I feel it is time you are given your due. Three years in the podcasting world is a long time. Longer than most, as a matter of fact. And despite the fact that I tried to steal your main host for my show over two and a half Almost three years ago, <laughs> you managed to soldier on. Despite the fact that you recommended Down With Love to me, Frank, all those oh, years ago. Me. Get over it. You may think that I forgot about it, but it'll forever be ingrained into my heart and soul. So carry on, my wayward sons, and carry the flag of whatever political belief you're deciding to champion this week into that third year. What I can't seem to understand is... Why am I handwriting this? <laughs> For Christ's sakes, I've got a great studio at the house, and I'm out here with a pencil and a piece of paper? This is all Reverend Scott's fault. <laughs> uh, either way, congratulations, Chris. Signed, Bill by Force. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed all those kind words, because after this long, you definitely deserve them. I'd like to put a big thank you out to all the awesome podcasters and listeners that helped me out in making this awesome gift for you guys on this huge, momentous occasion. You guys never cease to entertain me with your hilarious banter and keen eye for what's wrong with the world. I think the biggest compliment I can give you guys... <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> damn. I thought I hit the button by accident. Oh, that was absolutely awesome. Everyone, oh. thank you so much. That was just... Uh, wow. That was really, really amazing. That was cool. Thank. That was really, yeah. really neat. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and and Scott, really fantastic. Thank you for putting all that together and getting everybody together. That was that was absolutely great. Thanks. That's that's something, man. Three years. It's just it 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 really it, it seems it seems a lot um, like it's gone by a lot faster. And yeah. I and I and I just got to say it here. I mean, some, some um, somebody mentioned you know great um, great you know sound quality and everything. That's all. That's all, Chris. And I, and I'll say it here publicly. Um, seriously, I, Chris just busts his ass on this and I, I walk in the door and <laughs> stay, try to stay awake. Um, no, but seriously, Chris, you, you're, you've, you've brought the quality of, uh, of this show, up so much and, yeah. uh, and I love doing it. And yeah. what's, what's great about it is that, um, we, we get to hang out when yeah. I, I think otherwise it would be really, really difficult for us to like, it would be, you know, hang out and if, just, if, if getting together with other people is any indication, it would be really difficult. Yeah, no, but yeah. but seriously, I mean, it's you know when you know I left the theater first, and mm. then and then you know you left, and yeah. now we're in like different places, uh, and yeah. it would it would be really difficult to try and get together. But doing this every oh, yeah. week, it's it's great because I get to you know I get to hang out with my friend every week. So nice. I, I like um, that too. I can't I can't you know say the same thing. Because I would say the same thing, but <laughs> no, but it is. I mean, that's that that's part of it, and yeah. um, it, it, it's interesting because my my wife often asks. She's just like, "You don't get paid for this." I'm like, no, I I, <laughs> I I I don't. But it's it's one of those things where it's um, it's it's this nice it's this nice routine. Yeah, you know, um, I actually you know I I, I think about stuff that we're going to talk about. Mm. What's you know what's up next, and. Um, you know, I I, I, I enjoy I, I enjoy doing this. I, I enjoy all the feedback we get from folks. It's it's really nice to hear from um, our peers. I guess yeah, that was that was that was very um, nice. That was, that was really so... really cool. Um, Reverend I would... Scott, I just I, I unbelievable. I mean, to you know, yeah. almost a year, right? No, that's say? more. If it was one thirteen, one thirteen, yeah. So that's yeah. So um, just his, I, I his contributions to... to the show yeah. have been been phenomenal that and actually makes me like not cancel a week well it's it's great that some there have who, been times where you've come in the house and i'm like oh I, and i've come into the house this. and i'll be like i'm so tired i mean yeah. fuck, i've fallen asleep once or twice <laughs> um but it's um but it, it it is great that just just someone who's a listener become has become a part of the yeah. show yeah and um that is that that's really cool yeah you know so I like that that we got the the message from somebody that doesn't agree with us yeah that's great yeah, but still finds us entertaining yeah hey write and call in more yeah because no I think it's because I I'm not above taking on you know because we've said in the past we we both have some conservative leanings and you know but it's easier to make fun of republicans because that's that's where the, that's where the so jokes are easy there's such a yeah. joke um yeah, i mean you can't make fun of jellyfish all the time which would be the democratic party but exactly so um, i i do have to and I, I would be remiss if i didn't say that uh everything i learned about audio quality i got from bill yeah. even this mixer that's very like, cool he it's recommended the microphones lights. and yeah. and how to hook shit up and if outside the cinema didn't sound as good as it did, we wouldn't sound as half as good as them. Right. So. So, but no, we've uh we've 
come a long way from that, you know, that shitty little mic in my dining room. Yeah. <laughs> when we had yeah. Ben, you know, come yeah. do a little, um, <laughs> you know, we should use that little theme song. I think, I it? think, uh, I don't know, I might. I've got the video for it. I um, put that up somewhere. At the end of, of the, the music here for this week, I had the 100 greatest shut-ups ever oh, in really? film. But I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can find something from an early episode, and I'm just going to pull that All right. as an example of of yeah, how like shows episode, like within the first Like within first the first 10. 10. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Because so, um, I must. I must have. You know what? Fuck this. Hold on. We might, I mean, you definitely have it somewhere. Let me see. So, do 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 do. Well, I moved do, everything do. over to here. You know, I so. have to do that. I have like, I have I, I need move, another. I have to move shit around. I need another hard drive. I filled. I filled that one up. Episode. So, what do you have? One. Like, how many terabytes have you got floating around? Uh, one and three quarter. Is what how long right was now. that first episode? It must, there's the time is there. Right? Um, 52 minutes and wow. six seconds. A first episode. You want to you take a listen? Yeah, let's listen to a bit. All right. Hi, everybody. This is the, no music. Uh, what's this, the 0.5 version of the podcast. It's the test. The test. The test version. Uh, we are apparently trapped inside an old version. bell first, telephone. Let's, uh, let's yes. start off with uh, who we are. We are the Are You Serious podcast. Uh, the opinions on movies and pop culture and... Probably a few other things because we're pretty opinionated <laughs> and That's very, true. very random. Yo, God, yeah, yeah, that'll happen. So um, every now and again, you might hear us suggest that we just go ride bikes, which uh, which actually was a, a possible uh, name for this podcast, but we decided against it. Or something else just popped into our heads. So, yeah, because we don't need angry letters from Lance Armstrong saying your podcast isn't even about bikes. <laughs> But it could be about bikes. We could pretend it's about bikes. So anyway, uh, but it's going to be mostly about movies. Um, some about I TV, say we, we skip ahead. In general. Yeah. Fuck these uh, guys. With George Lucas, too, the whole Han and Greedo thing. Oh, look at that. Uh, at least he's got a <laughs> Look at that. Movie. At least he does. I've yeah. seen him wearing the shirt. Yep. You know, Han shot first. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Okay. But I just think that... Um, I don't know. Clone Wars. I think. I think it's a nice. I think it's a nice start. Plus, you know, from a pragmatic business point of view. Yeah. Here's this this franchise that's thirty years old. Yep. And you've got my six year old son. Like. Three All right. Well, now. we don't need to retread. Shit. Okay. So we just did a recap, like bookend episode. Yeah. Really? Huh? Didn't we? Wow. Wow. Three years ago, we're still talking about the same shit. How fucking pathetic are we? Uh, Go to another. Go to like 12. 12. Let's see if it sounds any better. We have an opening this time. Yeah. This was an hour, 57 and 45 seconds. I forget. I forget. We had like four or five different intros over the years, didn't we? Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. <laughs> Back when we were more... Hi, Chris and Frank. This is Ben. Just want to personally let you know through voice that I hate the show and stop making them and love Ben. Have a great day. That was Ben. That might have been the episode that Ben joined us, was it? Maybe. I don't know. Feature presentation. I think this is back when I was picking random songs for the yeah. opening. 
Well, jump ahead to like the middle. I like this song. That's the whole song. Right, the mi- right at the middle? Right in the middle. Type self, douchebaggy self, through the whole movie, <laughs> until he realizes that other people might have it hard as well. What movie I is I don't this? know if he's total douchebag. Oh, he's come on. Just... He's, he's pulling in the fake string on his chest going, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, Planes, okay, trains, fine. and automobiles. Um, let's see here. It was, yes, written and directed by John Hughes. Aha. Well done, Thank sir. Thank you. That was like one yeah. of the few John Hughes movies that either John Cryer, um, right, was, skip. Not interesting. That was good too. Hairspray, I saw it. It was, uh, you know what bugged me about Hairspray? And I didn't say the last Did time we were talking about Hairspray. Everyone was that. great in it. Yeah. Okay. But John Travolta was just. Distracting? Too distracting. Really <laughs> yeah. All right, distracting. that's like, because you can, you can check those out on Libsyn. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty soon, pretty soon I think I'm gonna close the Libsyn account and the yeah. archive will just go away. Because that's seven dollars a month. I don't I you know. Once um, once the downloads drop below a certain level for each for, for, for the month, I think. Yeah, man, is anybody going. actually going back to the first ones to listen to us? I don't know. Holy I should shit. I should check that out, but I don't really have the energy to do that. So I'm still going to end the show with the 100 greatest shut-ups in film history. Sounds good. Which will bring it to a, like another 12 minutes from now. So. All right. Um, Thank you, everyone, who, wow. um, you yeah. know, well wishes and all that. Appreciate it. Chris, It's it's been a pleasure. I look forward to many more years of doing this. I know, huh? I mean, Quite frankly, what else have I got to do? Well, yeah. <laughs> Me too. But you know what? It's a good hobby. I'm not I'm not out at a bar getting drunk. I'm not big on strip clubs, so I wouldn't be there. I but... enjoy strip clubs. I enjoy getting drunk. So I think that if we brought in some strippers and got drunk in here, imagine how much too much shit to knock over in here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Strippers would leave their clothes on if she saw this geek factory here. Or they'd probably call in for reinforcements. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, reinforcement strippers. Yeah. But you know, it's good because like a lot of stuff bothers people. You know, you watch the news, you you watch movies, you know, whatever, and, and stuff. Either you really like and you want to share it, or you just really need to vent. I just think it's and, great because then people can listen and be listening to their podcasts and have these headphones in their head and just go, yeah, damn right, and yeah. walk around like crazy people. Yeah, well, when I'm at work and I'm listening to some shows, because I, I do listen to some some differing opinions, and when, when the, you know, I'm all for your opinion being your opinion, but if your facts are wrong... Then fuck you. Then I will, I will call you out, especially if you're talking about movies that I know. If you're trying to tell me about... Big Sound Trouble in Little China or Romero zombie movies or Star Wars and you make a glaringly obvious error, I'm done. I will swear all over the place. And there's little kids, but you can't hear me because glass is too thick. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. anyway Are you serious? Thank you, everybody. Gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. 206-338-3094. Woo, look at that. I got the phone number and everything. That's nice. See what I, happens when I'm awake? I know. Huh? That makes me feel good because like, we don't get a lot of feedback on the show. No, but it's nice that so, we get some well wishes and everything. That's yeah. Cool. So thanks, everybody. And again, yeah, some, Scott, some, fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm too abrasive and I put people at arm's length. But that was nice. Makes yes. me feel good. Because, you know, if we can get along with people that disagree with us politically, we can get along with anybody. Yeah. Except the people that were in Jesus camp. Yeah, they can go to hell. They probably will. But there's no such thing. Well, they they will go. All right. <laughs> All right, fine. I, on the other hand, if, uh, you know... 
Once, plans. once you realize that you are in control of yourself and you are the only person oh, that you need to be on. accountable to. I am to, not in control of myself at all. Well, no one else is in I'm control of what you do. You know what I mean. that's just going to end badly. Well, it will. Well, most, most lives do end badly because in death, that's what happens. All right. Anyway, all right. Let's, let's hear let's... them sh- saying shut up. That'll be fun. Oh, you want me to actually play it? Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay. It's long. I get a lot of that. Nah. All right, where did I put it? Do you get a lot of that, too? <laughs> Dirty. Oh, wait, no. See, I can't do it because... Um, Fine, it's going to want something. Yeah. All right. So well, I'll attack on I'm gonna, I'll I'll stop that. have to listen to you. Because I have to level it and then do that yeah. because the music's so low yeah. that it just... If we stop for a second like this... Then the music swells up and then oh, drops down and it that. doesn't sound right. All right. But I'll send you a link to the YouTube thing. Cool. All right. All right. Thank Good night, you. everybody. Thank you, everybody. I, I can't tell you how to still there you get high and then you put other people who smoke weed in jail duh that's so hypocritical hey, oh yeah hey. well, let me ask you something kumar you like giving hand jobs no sir you like getting hand jobs <laughs> yeah all right well that makes you a fucking hypocriticizer too so shut the fuck up it's the greatest moment of your life man and you're off somewhere missing i am not Shut up. Fuck you, I'm fucking arresting you! That's the stupidest thing you could do! Shut the fuck up! Shut up, shut up, shut up! It's all your fault! You tell him for me that he can live or he can die. Vincent, will you shut up? Damn. Mine would to shut up. But I really had problems when I was a kid, you know. It wasn't until I was eight years old that I figured out my name wasn't Shut Up. Modus derived from Latin modus. Uh, meaning do our proper measure. Frank, shut up. He had his indicator on. <laughs> shut up! Hit me. Shut up! You're hurting me! Shut up, you filthy little beast. Betty hasn't bathed in weeks and he stinks. Harriet, shut up. I can't act with this. Oh, shut up. I absolutely adore you. Shut up and deal. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. You don't know what you're talking. Shut up, that's it. Shut that cunt's mouth or I'll come over there and fuck start her head. I did love you. Shut up. Think that he's rocking the shit in this one. Shut up, Dave. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut your fat ass, Ravy. Shut up, Stan, huh? Just shut up. Just shut up. Take take Michael's goddamn boots and shut up. Marry the whore, marry the hairdresser, marry the hairdresser, all father. Hey, lady. Shut up. You lying. For Christ's sake, will you just shut your trap? Shut up! Get him out of here. Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. <laughs> shut up now, Foy. You shut up. I how you call Marshall. Zing! Shut the fuck up, Gobot. We got our rights. Why don't you exercise your right to shut the fuck up? Anybody care about what I want? I do. Shut up. Get out. Shut up 
and get out. Shut your fucking face. Shut up. Just shut up and drive. Well, I still have your underwear. I still have your virginity. God, would you shut up? Hey, shut the fuck up. He's gonna shoot me. He's gonna dump my body in the river. Will you just shut up? I mean, I was scared of you. I was scared. Will you shut the fuck up and listen to me? Hey, Sharita, you want a cigarette? Shut up. Please, shut up, Grandma. What are we lost? Joker, shut the fuck up. Look, I didn't want to hit you, man. Shut the fuck up. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Cold enough for ya? Shut up, fat ass. Shut up. Take the pain. Dynamite's gonna make everything all right. Euphoria, shut the fuck up. I know that was you. I ain't even got a look. Scarface. This from Scarface. Scarface. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut that baby up. Shut that baby up. Shut up, Henry. Shut up, Henry. Henry, shut up. Bucky said, Shut the fuck up. That's white starline property. Shut up! According to my Nava computer, that's. Shut up! Just shut up, you idiot! Maybe I should go up the middle, sir. The way you run, I don't think so. Maybe I should go left, sir. Maybe you should shut up. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. Uh, my mom said we can have the TV from the basement. And I've got, shut like, the fuck up, man. He's gonna hear you. Just be quiet. Wait until he goes away. You still haven't told him that we're rooming together? Fogel, shut the fuck up. McLean, what the hell you think you're doing out there? I'm playing John Wayne? How'd you like to spend the rest of the night in a cell? Lorenzo, shut the fuck up and do something useful. Shut up! Shut up, you American. You always talk, you Americans. You talk and you talk and you say, let me tell you something and I just want to say this. Well, you're dead now, so shut up. We will still be friends you shut the fuck up and let me sing? <laughs> shut the fuck up. You want me to help you, Linda? Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You need to sober up. Now, you must really shut the fuck up. Now, please, shut the fuck up. Linda. I have to go. Let me call you a car, Linda. Shut the fuck up. All due to what you guys do. Thank you. And we do it again and again. Hey, 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 you shut your face. You? Complete me. I'm just. Has shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Shut up! Stop it, you weed, you baby! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! So you just stripped to the things that you know. Shopping, nail polish, your father's BMW, and your poor, rich, drunk mother in the Caribbean. Shut up! Who are you talking to? Shut up. Ah, shut up, Willie! Wait, I'm not. No! Uh, shut up. I'm captain of this boat. Now shut the fuck up! Shut that hole in your face! Shut up. And she grabs me by the wing. Shut the fuck up! What is this bullshit? Who's this prick? Some loser gets his head blown off of the Shut the fuck up! Go comatose for me, baby. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Be quiet! Shut up! Eric, get down. Sit down! Eric, calm down! We've been welcomed by you. Thank you so much. Now, would you please just drink your fucking milk and shut the fuck up? What is with the extra guy? Oh, excuse me. Is this your boat? 
Well, shut the fuck up. I don't know where they've taken him. Do you? So shut up. She's supposed to have ten minutes. She takes fifty. Well, shut up! Come on, let's go out. Nobody goes to the bathroom. I've been fixing the plumbing here for ten years. Ain't never had to wear no damn tie before. Well, you're the VIP today, Earl, so just shut up. Is it possible for you to shut the fuck up for ten seconds? I recommend you shut the fuck up. I ain't gonna count to three. I'm not even gonna count to one. You will shut the fuck up or I'll sing you a lullaby. Are you right, Mr. Lowe? Shut up, bitch. Bang! Bang! Everybody just shut up! Now shut the fuck up and let me do my job! You've got to be gentle, kind, and respectful to the one you love. Who are you talking to? Shut the fuck up. What the what the fuck do you want from me, you man? Fuck this man is shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Shut up, punk. I want to know certain things first. First rule of Project Mayhem. Shut up. Time to nut up or shut up. Shut up. I mean, if I went around saying I was an emperor, just because some moistened bint had lobbed a scimitar at me, they put me away. Shut up, will you? Shut up. Ah, now we see the violence inherent in the system. Shut up. I know your operation's funded through drugs. This is typical government, sir. Shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm trying to explain it. Shut up, Harold. Shut up. Right. Just say what we want. Uh, real, shut up. When you think about fuck it. Up. Shut up. Um, shut, shut the fuck up. Everybody shut up. Police start fucking with your mind. Start pitting black against black. That's how they do. You know, been doing it since the beginning. Shut your raggedy ass up and sit the fuck down. Hey, shut up. Hey, shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Hey, will you shut up? No. Just shut up. You old ladies couldn't catch a fucking cold if you tried. No, I just want to say. Shut up, you soppy wanker. Shut up. She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. Shut up. Shut the fuck. You're all right to take me. Shut up. Will you shut up. Shut up. Shut, 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 shut up. Shut up. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. 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 Donnie, shut the fuck up. When do we play? End of line.